of the second half it's 16 to 9 easton leads the scoring with four and that's why she commands seven thousand dollars a year these gals sure do make it look difficult but is having this minor skill worth being so unattractive that's for the fan to decide you know what i really love <laughs> the arnie state show it's filthy as hell that is bonafide oh. badass hit it maestro listen i'm ass face ass, ass face you're getting some oh, ass yeah, yes. baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-7. Morning, uh, family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of That's right, the Arnie State Show. Yes, that was the family guys take on the WNBA. <laughs> I saw that this week and I just started laughing my heads off. I was like, yep, gotta play that to start the week off. Uh, this is gonna be a short broadcast week. Today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm out of town. Going to that cesspool known as fucking Nashville. But, yeah, I remembered this morning as I'm starting to route the trip. Lunchtime is going to be in Memphis at the rendezvous. Hello. Uh, Hello. Oh, I've been waiting for these ribs my entire life. Hello. Man, I don't know about y'all. I had a great weekend. Uh, Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff to talk about that happened this weekend. First of all, before I get it going anywhere, thank you to Christopher uh, for his review of the Fast and Furious 9. I did not, A, want to see it, and I did not, B, need to see it because Christopher was willing to go see it. Uh, He did a spectacular review. Amazing review that you can find up on the social media pages. It's on the Facebook page, so go check it out. Awesome job, Christopher. Way to go. I yeah, Shit. I didn't put it on the Instagram page. I, I'll, let me work on it. I'll, I'll work on it a bit. Uh, but, yeah, you did a great, great job on that, my friend. Uh, let's do the good morning, shall we? Look at that first one here, Douglas. Oh, shit, look at that. Douglas MF is first one for the week. What do I win? Nada. Uh, good morning, ass family. I hope you all had a great weekend. 
Hangtown Jen says, good Monday morning, ass family. Straight Fire says, yeah, it's Monday, so what? I'm getting some ass. Yep. DNA, my man Morgan says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Arise, good morning, and so happy that you are not working at the University of Choklahoma anymore. She sent me a, uh, a, an email saying it was her last day last week, so uh, congratulations to being out of that pit. Now you can wear orange anytime you want. Alicia, good morning to you. She says, morning, everybody. Braddy Kid, good morning. Young Harm is in the house. Young Harm, I'm going to have work for you this week, sir. Man, oh, man. Because since it's only a three-day week for me, every day, celebrity-ass deathmatch, including today's, which is the Mount Rushmore of famous dogs. And I did do the Tarantino one. I mean, I worked on it this weekend. We've done it before, but we've never had a Mount Rushmore. So we're, we're, we're going to go back to it. And then I, I'm working on one, and, and we'll talk about it later. Uh, young Harm's here. He says, fuck yeah. What's up, Young Harm? Uh, Stinkfist says, buenos dias. Well, buenos dias, amigo. Now, I don't know if any of y'all got to see this. This weekend, um, I had a hankering for, for chicken. And, and not just any chicken, but I wanted chicken on a bone. Like, I didn't want to go Chick-fil-A and get no chicken sandwich, all right? Nothing wrong with them, but I was, I was hunkering. I, I really, and I saw an ad for Wingstop. Now, I'm not a big Wingstop guy. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, look, I'm old, and I like Hooters wings. I honestly go to Hooters for the wings. I always have. You guys can say I'm nasty. I just like them. I like their breading. It reminds me of the Colonel, Okay. And I was like, man, I don't want to go there because I saw this ad for Wingstop, and now they're selling. I, I mean, honestly, when I saw this, when I, when I saw this ad, it, it was. Thighs. Thighs in dipping sauce. How come nobody's doing that? But now Wingstop is. But it's only at certain locations. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. So I called the Wingstop in Rockwall, Texas, and I said, Hey, are y'all one of the Wingstops that are selling thighs? Why, yes, sir, we are. I was like, Oh, yeah, all right. I'm happy, right? Fat kid, happy. And she's talking and talking and talking. And I said, What? Wait, 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 huh? She goes, yeah, we, we, we don't have them on our menu. What you have to do is you have to go through DoorDash, order them through DoorDash, pay the DoorDash fee, and come and pick it up yourself. I was like, huh? No, that, that, that's stupid. I'm like, really? I, I can't just walk in? No, 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 because we're not a thigh stop. And I said, but. Okay, so then I, I was so confused and upset that I said, fuck it, because I have a, a very short fuse when it comes to stupidity and food. Okay, those are, uh, you don't fuck with food. So I, I was like, fuck it, I want chicken on the bone, going to KFC. So I went to KFC, delicious as ever, phenomenal. I got a thigh in there. Oh, so good. So I get home, and I make a video on the TikTok about the stupidity of Wingstop. 
Like I, 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 it's like going to McDonald's and ordering a Big Mac and them saying, no, sorry, you got to order that through DoorDash, then come and pick it up. So I made this video. Didn't really say anything stupid. I just said, it's stupid. Did I ask her if I bring my own bag of thighs? Will you cook them up nice so they show up on the commercial? So I make the video. I put it up, right? And right now, I, I, I'm clicking on all cylinders. I, I'm what, what some would call an influencer, even though I ain't got no money yet. Because I'm almost at 11,000 followers, which is awesome. Thank you so much. And, I, and then all of a sudden... Wingstop! commented back and it had the blue check hold on a second here let's see i uh, let's see where 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 oh there it is okay we'll take this we'll turn this down and we'll go to the comments here uh let's see uh let's see at wings up wings up wings up what they say um Oh, okay. So th- this is what what they sent me, and this was the blue check and every. Sorry, but they're only available through DoorDash because Thigh Stop sells thighs. Wingstop doesn't. Now, 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 now. Once again, I say thanks for the reply. Still bummed about it. I was really hoping America was really open. Tired of ordering online. Want to get back to normal. So then I go to the old internet and I look up Thigh Stop because I, I don't. And it's described as a virtual restaurant. Now, what in the fuck is a virtual restaurant? Really, it's not on your little cue to where your little push a button says he wants four thighs. So I replied back immediately to Wingstop. I said, wait, I take it all back. Thigh Stop is a virtual restaurant? What in the hell is a virtual restaurant? That's awful. And now, the rest of the story. There's no rest of story. I haven't done this yet. Somebody better answer. God damn it. You have reached. You cannot answer the phone at this time. Please leave a message. That ain't the right number. Hold on a second here. That was like a private residence. Wing. Stop. Core. Office. It's here in Dallas. Okay, so we'll go. Oh, I think I dialed the wrong number. Yeah, I did. I did the wrong one. Okay, my bad. Hello, and thank you for calling the Wings Restaurant Support Center. Our hours of operation are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. They're open. 
You may dial it at any time. If you'd like to speak to guest services, the number is 877-411-9464. Or if you would like to be transferred directly to guest services, please press 1. For POS support, please press... We'll go ahead and get sent over there. Thank you for calling the Wingstop Customer Service Center. Gracias por llamar el Wingstop Customer mm -hmm. Service. For English, please press 1. Para el español, por favor, press Thank you for calling the Wingstop Customer Service Center. We appreciate your business. For answers to frequently asked questions or to tell us about your experience at one of our locations, please visit www.stop.com forward slash operator. Click on the appropriate link. Operator. Or continue with the call. Please listen to the following options as our menu has Come recently on. changed. Come on. Let's go. For survey information, no. please press 1. Mm -mm. For franchising information, no. please press 2. Mm -mm. For nutritional or allergen information, mm -hmm. please no. press 3. No. For employment inquiries, please press 4. Mm -mm. Or to speak with a customer service agent regarding a recent experience at one of our mm -hmm. locations, please press 5. To repeat this menu, Five. Hi. Thank you for calling our customer care center. For quality assurance purposes, this call may be recorded. We appreciate your mm -hmm. call. We are here to serve you 24 hours a day, seven All days right. a week, including holidays. Mm -hmm. Your call is very important to us. One of Eat our customer of care agents will assist you Let's shortly. Let's fucking go. Thank you for calling. You can't be that busy. It's 9 o'clock here in Texas. Ain't nobody eating at a goddamn wing stop yet. Virtual restaurants so you can create your own competition so they're pretending to be thigh stop. That's catfished. Too bad you weren't hungry for some sort of catfish with a side of bullshit. Young Harm says, I delivered for Grubhub for a while, and that virtual restaurant shit is so stupid. I never understood that. Oh, you should. I, that's a way for the your service, Grubhub, to make more money because they're going to charge. They're going to charge an extra fee for that. Thank you for calling Wingstop Guest Service Center. This is Doug Kamalpu. Yeah, I was wondering if you happen to have the number for customer service for Thigh Stop. No. Aren't you guys the same is company? Thigh yeah, Thigh Stop. It's the same company. So, oh, okay. okay. It, it, it's the location? same company? So why is it that I can't buy thighs in a restaurant? What location? Uh, in Rockwall, they said I have to go through a DoorDash app because it's some sort of virtual restaurant. Now, I don't think you can actually eat at a virtual restaurant, can you? Maybe a delivery. Hmm? So I, I, I can't go to Maybe a Wingstop and get thighs. Oh, it looks like it's just delivery. Good. Do you have a boss that I can talk to, like like the core, like the CEO, to say how stupid that is, and then you advertise it?
Hello? I'm here. You really hate your job, don't you? You, you do not like Actually, being there. I love my job. It so sounds like it. Complaint because you're not able to eat at the location. I nobody can eat at any of the locations. It's a fucking farce. It's a mm, virtual okay. restaurant. I tell you what. Why don't yeah, you take you and your delivery. life partner to a virtual restaurant on me, stupid? God damn! I done. Wingstop never going there. Fuck them. Jesus. I am not allowed to use delivery services. That is true. But I would still stand for this. If America is open and I'm willing to go to that store, don't say it's delivery only. That's bullshit. Ogre, what you stepped in is this. Let, let me recap for anybody who's just now tuning in. Over the weekend, I, thought, I saw a th- an ad for thighs being sold at Wingstop, and I thought, ooh, that would, that would be probably delicious. So I called my local Wingstop because it said only at certain restaurants. And I said, okay, are you a restaurant? And they said, yes, but you have to order it on, on Grubhub. I go, I can't come in. I go, your dining room isn't open? No, 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 you can come and eat here. I go, but I can't order it there? And they're like, yeah, because it's, it's something that Thigh Stop sells. And I went on, did a TikTok video, got a hit back from Wingstop, blue check mark. They said, yes, it's a virtual restaurant. I don't know what the fuck a virtual restaurant is. No, I, I still don't know what a virtual restaurant is. Hey, Siri. What is a virtual restaurant? A virtual restaurant is a food service business that serves customers exclusively by delivery based on phone orders or online food ordering. Would you like to hear more? No. You know what that is? That's what we call racketeering. That's it. Let's go. Rico case. Rico case against all the food delivery places. Why is it I can't get a menu item at that menu, at that place, unless I order it through a delivery service? Boy, that's some bullshit right there. Mm Mm-hmm. My buddy Brian's going to be coming on soon, hopefully, talking about running for Congress. I want a bill to outlaw food delivery places. Maybe they're using virtual to be delivery only, and the word virtual is trendy or something other than that. God damn it. Oh, I'm pissed about this shit. This is going to take me a long, long time to get over. Mm. Oh, heated, heated is an understatement. You think about it. If you got thighs tossed in buffalo sauce, how good would that be? Oh, my God. You can do it yourself. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Before anybody says it, you can go fuck yourself. I'm not allowed to fry her either for some reason. I guess that's the hint, hint, you're too fat already. Now, let's see. Anything else that I go before we start the show? No, because I have not started the show. Oh, 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 we got, we got our favorite new game back. 
Our favorite new game is back, ladies and gentlemen. Who's your president? Who's your president? You pick your president. Who is your president? Who is your president? Which one is it? I don't know. Is it him? Okay, I, I just came up with that on the fly, and I kind of like it. All right, here we go. So ask family. Which one's your president? Choice one or choice two? Police Chief Murray of the Baltimore, uh, uh, excuse me, Police Chief Merrick, Police Chief Murphy, Paul of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Which one is it? Is it number one? Or number two? Police Chief Murray of the Baltimore, uh, uh, excuse me, Police Chief Merrick, Police Chief Murphy, Paul of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Who is it? Number one, I I was inspired by a documentary I watched last night on A&E about Ozzy Osbourne, and that's number one. Number one. And then, this is your fearless leader. Police Chief Murray of the Baltimore... Uh, Baltimore. Uh, excuse me. Police Chief Merrick. Police Chief Murphy. Paul of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baton Rouge? What the fuck? You get Maryland and Baton Rouge screwed up. Oh, man. <laughs> but there you go. Which one was the president speaking? We figured it out. Uh, let's see. Uh, makes you feel kind of dirty, kind of like you're doing something shady. You can order it, just not in person. You have to black market order it. Yeah, it's the black market. It's the mafia. Damn it. Look at that. Christopher in the house. Christopher, I don't know if you heard, but I gave you a glowing review on your review. Thank you so much for, for dodging bullets so you could see that movie. F9, baby. And last night also, there was a, uh, it, it's on part two is tonight, the, the Kiss documentary. I got to say, pretty damn good. I'm not a big Kiss fan anymore. I like some of their music. Some of their music's good, but yeah, I'm not a part of the Kiss army. And by the way, if, if you're in if you're in Generation X and you're a dude, stop fucking lying. Stop it. Well, I was never a KISS fan. Everybody. Everybody. If you if you were born 1971 to about 1975, at some point KISS was your favorite band. At some point, KISS was your Halloween costume. I, and you know what? I, I'm just going to say it right here, right now. I guarantee. And I watched it last night. It was really, really good. It was interesting to see how they got their, their start and their roots because I didn't know all that stuff. You know, I was just a kid who liked the guys breathing fire and spitting up blood. And they're on their final, quote-unquote, final tour now. See about that.
But, yeah, pretty damn good. So, yeah, I watched those last night. Now, something else that I watched over the weekend, and I actually got an email. Hang Town Jen says I had Kiss action figures. Oh, yeah. So did I. Uh, we, we, I, we got an email. Emails are sponsored by JS Floors. The best in the West, eh, the hell with the rest. You know what they were doing this weekend? You know what JS Floors was doing? They're working. They're putting in floors. The other guys are out there fishing. Probably don't even have fishing licenses. Out there, you know, trapping crabs. Don't have that. No, JS Floors, they're busy. They're busy putting in your floors because it matters to them. Give them a call at 775-2674-123. Wasn't Kiss on The Incredible Hulk? I seem to remember that. Oh, God. Kiss made so many appearances everywhere. Kiss and Phantom of the Park, their own movie they had. And this was a really cool documentary to watch. See how it all started. It was pretty awesome. Also... My beloved Longhorns were knocked out of the College World Series this weekend. Oh, God, Friday night was exciting. Three-run home run in the top of the ninth to take the lead over Mississippi State. Then they had to come back and play Mississippi State again the next day. Lost it in the bottom of the ninth. Hell of a run. And when I actually heard them as an adult, I was like, who's this shit band? Mike spit up his drink beside me and said, you mean Kiss? Yeah, I don't like them. Look, I, I can take a one or two, a few Kiss songs, but look, they, they sang about what rock and roll was about in the early 70s. It was all about fucking ass and partying. That was all their songs were. You think about it, Love Gun is about Paul Stanley's dick. And they were nerdy kids growing up. Both, the, both of them were outcasts. They, they're nerdy kids. Ace Frehley and Peter Chris too busy doing drugs. Uh, but anyway, going back to the College World Series, something happened this weekend, and it's a good way to actually jump into the shows with this email. I was staunchly Catholic, and we were told Kiss stood for Knights in Satan's service, so they scared the shit out of me. It makes sense since Gene Simmons is Jewish. Oh, God damn, that is funny. <laughs> I heard that, too. And I heard that, that, that the way they made their S's, oh, they're, 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 they're Nazis. Because they look like the SS. Well, it is SS. They can't do anything about that. Uh, I got a letter from uh, a friend of mine named Dale. It says, hey, Arnie, I was just wondering if you're watching the College World Series since your Longhorns are in it. Did you see what Dave Portnoy said about NC State? And what are your feelings about what happened? Okay. So this weekend in Omaha, Nebraska. They were whittling down to see who played in the finals of this year's College World Series, the national championship. North Carolina State was a team that came out of nowhere. A lot of people were rooting for him, including the founder of Barstool Sports, Dave Portnoy, mainly because they sent him a bunch of shit. You want me to root for you? You got to do that too. So... North Carolina State, was they were battling. They, they had gone so much further than everybody thought they were. And lo and behold, in their last game, it turned out, or second to last game, or last game they played, actually. They were playing against Vanderbilt. And some people on the team turned up positive for COVID. 
So they had to play with 13 players at nine position players and four pitchers for that game. Usually it's 26. And then they tested everybody else on the team because everybody else was allegedly vaccinated or whatever. Turns out more players had the COVID virus. Now, it doesn't mean they're sick or anything like that like we've all talked about. They could all be asymptomatic as well. The NCAA decided that then North Carolina State would forfeit their final game, sending Vanderbilt straight to the finals of the College World Series. Now, let me just say how awful that is for the players at North Carolina State. The NCAA, I, I, I think it, what, what a crock of shit it all was that it happened, and, and I'm sorry it happened to those kids because those kids, they weren't guaranteed a moment, but they, there was a chance for a, an amazing moment, and it was all taken away. Now, there were no mask mandates in the stadium. No one in, in the entire stadium, and I think it holds about 15,000 fans, no one there had a mask on. None of the managers, no, nobody had masks. And they took this moment away because of this fucking COVID situation. Now, I think it's really, really terrible, but then... The other side of my head started working, and I think it's still awful. I, I, I think that these kids were taking a moment back. These kids, I, I don't think any these kids have nothing to do with the blame here. The blame lies everything above that team, from the coach all the way up to the NCAA. You as the coach, as the manager, the skipper, You have to know exactly what all the rules are. And if you have players on your, your team that aren't vaccinated, so be it. You can't force them to, to, to get vaccinated. But this could happen to you. This could happen. You know what the rules are. The NCAA didn't spring them on you. I imagine they sat every manager every fucking athletic director down who's a part of this and said, this is the way it's going to be, period. Not only the NCAA, but whatever county they were in there in Omaha. And I have to say, I think it's absolutely ridiculous on the county, on the NCAA as well, to have these massive restrictions. Because honestly... They haven't mandated that everybody gets vaccinated before they go to a major league game, and we've had games here in Texas that are almost sold out. By the way, great weekend. Let's play the Royals the rest of the year. Rangers swept them. It's fantastic. Now, if a player in the major league baseball tests positive, I haven't heard of any players testing positive. I've heard more about the people cheating. We had our first cheater this weekend, or caught cheater.
A lot of the people I saw on the street were masked, but a lot were unmasked or wearing it below their noses. Shit, is Andrew here? If he's not here right now, then he'll be here at some point. I'm going to Nashville this week. What are the the Tennessee mask restrictions? Because we ain't got shit here. Texas is open. I got to take a mask to Tennessee? Fuck. I I think these kids were robbed. Honestly, I, I think these kids weren't even fucking protected. Nobody had these kids back in case something happened. And that sucks. That coach knows it's on him. And they gave a, a, a really powerful speech when the North Carolina State players got back on the on the infield. And they had fans in the stands. Uh, and I'm going to see the band Alabama. It's a show that uh, we, we got tickets to two years ago, but because of the horrible and dreaded pandemic, which we're still talking about. By the way, Australia is locked down. If anybody's not paying attention, Australia is locked down for the next two weeks. Great Britain's talking about it again. Once again, once again, when both the CDC and the World Health Organization say the last possible thing any country should do is shut down, the first thing Australia does is shut down. It's this new Delta variant that's going around. I, 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 I've, I've lost my patience. There's a group out there now. I saw this on Mikey's page. And I give credit where it's due, unlike other radio shows. Mikey's page, he wants to get these people on his podcast, because nobody's listening to his podcast. Um, <laughs> that was a joke, kind of. Um, that believe that all birds, that this is true. Birds are not real. They're all spy drones from the United States government. And when, when they rest on power lines, they're recharging. I, I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. Even when they shit on your car, that's a tracking device. I'm not There's a group out there that believes this. This, this new Delta strain would worry me if that meant the airline had anything to do with it because it's a shitty airline. Joe Biden is not going to meet his, uh, his hopeful number of 70 million or whatever by July. I mean, July is this week. I thought I was going to play the time today. God damn it. Am I playing the time today? No, I'm not. Damn it. I got to play the time tomorrow. Because I ain't going to be on uh, on July 1st. And that's when the celebration of the 40th anniversary of one of the greatest bands in this land, the Morris Day and the Time, started. I just launched grape juice out of my nose. Why? What'd you do? What did I, did I say something? But, I mean, this new variant now, this new way of of scaring us, you know, we're all supposed, the nation is supposed to be reopened for business January 3rd. 
everywhere. Masks be gone. We'll see. Now, I'm not nervous about this yet, but it is in the back of my head. The September 17th show. I I really hope that we're still open for business. I thought I thought everything was going great, but I guess we're not following along fast enough as the, the herd. We're not listening to them enough. We're not doing what they tell us enough. Oh, the drone birds. The poop was attracting. I'm not kidding. I wish I was kidding about that. Which brings us to our, well, before before I get to this other story, that this and I have to slow everybody's roll on this one because it's not it's not going to happen here, at least I don't think. But but before we get to that, Dr. Fauci was caught lying to Congress after a book exposed details of Wuhan lab-linked grant. So finally, somebody's coming out and calling this guy a liar in print? If he lied about that, what else did he lie about? Why is Dr. Fauci... Oh, I know the answer. He knows where the actual bodies are buried. Why is he still being paid by the United States government? By the way, highest paid employee in the United States government. Higher than the president. Wrap your mind around that. In the book titled Nightmare Scenario, Inside the Trump Administration's Response to the Pandemic that Changed History, they provide a behind-the-scenes account of how Fauci and his colleagues at the National Institute of Health responded to the directive. Uh, Fauci said the grant worth of remaining $370,000 was canceled because the NHS was told to cancel it. He didn't know the reason. Fauci did not immediately respond to the inquiries about him lying. Of course he's not. I I don't like this guy. This guy's a scumbag. Anybody who uses him. Look, if I was a teacher and anybody used him in some sort of uh, way and they quoted him, I would fail that person immediately. Fail him. You're using Dr. Fauci as a source? Nope, you're gone. Done. I honestly, as my grandmother would say, he doesn't know shit from Shinola. You don't know what Shinola is? Go look it up. I don't want to get worked up over all this fucking COVID shit again. And I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it getting worked up. Even the vaccinated people are fucked. So if you didn't get the vaccination, don't worry. Everybody's going to be screwed. Those kids that played for North Carolina State, they got vaccinated. Yeah, all those kids still had a forfeit too. It's not like they got to stick around in Omaha. 
Jesus. All right. Uh, real quick update uh, on the uh, Miami condos. Lots of stuff is being said. I, I don't know what's true. Documents released on the 40-year inspection of the condo um, said the engineer warned of issues, saying something about that there's a pool issue. Uh, the Associated Press came out and said, and I, and I cite them because uh, there's a lot of questionable news sources out there now. And I really have to check stuff. The AP, I trust the AP. Uh, they were just days away from uh, start making steep payments toward the more than $9 million in major repairs. They had recommended three years earlier. So they, they were about to start work on repairs. And now Ron DeSantis, the mayor, is saying, hey, uh, the sister building of that one, y'all, y'all are going to need to inspect the shit out of that one real quick because we don't want just another building falling down. Once again, in this day and age of of news and and all this kind of stuff. I'm hearing so many stories about this. I'd like to know, ask that, what do you guys think happened? What do you guys think happened to this building in Miami? flattened by drone birds. (laughs) I, man, I am having such a hard time with this one. Do I think it it fell because of shitty construction? I mean, lasted 40 years. I mean, I imagine that there are a lot of buildings out there that have to have millions of dollars of improvements done on them, and they're not just falling over. Hang Town Jim says it gave way due to bad maintenance. I don't... If, if that's going to be the final answer, okay. That it was a maintenance issue. Personally, that... This is my own belief, and I don't think the government had anything to do with it. I don't think. If you can slow the video down and watch that gigantic blue light-up happen near the top. I think it's a meth lab. I think it's a meth lab that exploded. It's all good till it's not, yeah. I think a meth lab exploded, and they had so much in there. Because you look at that building, it kind of looked like a building that was in New Jack City. 
like the projects. I ain't going to call that the projects, but, you know, you get some you get some cartels in there, six dollars $700,000 for a place. That ain't much to them. Yeah, Douglas, I'm talking about the Florida condo right now. And what everybody thought happened. And, and honestly, in Miami, in Florida, would would you be surprised if a meth lab blew up like that? Yeah, I know they'd probably say, "Oh, we we would have smelled it. We would have, you know, gotten it." Maybe we're not getting everything from the police. I don't know. I ain't there. I I feel terrible about this. It's an awful, awful story. Whatever it is, whatever the cause was. Uh, It was probably Trump's fault. (laughs) You're just saying that because it's Florida. What, the meth thing? No, I mean, there is an explosion. It looks like that happens. I don't know what it is. I've, I've seen the video just like you guys have. So I, I don't know what that is. Now, something happened the other night, and I was sent the story by a friend of mine, and I found it very, very interesting because this is going to get a lot of people worked up. And, and by the way, um, nobody's talking about this yet. It's very interesting that nobody's talking about this yet. Canada our neighbors to the north, just passed a very, very controversial bill. Bill C, uh, or B, what the hell is Bill C-10, that's it, that's it. And is meant to subject tech giants to the same requirements as traditional broadcasters. Effective, compelling companies like Netflix, TikTok to finance and promote Canadian content. Um, So what they're going to do is they are trying to regulate the Internet. I want you to think about that real quick. Regulating the Internet. The Canadian government has passed a law that can say, nope, that's too dirty for you. Oh, that content, nope, that's no good for you. By the way, by the way, and this content is coming from all over the world. They they can't do that. And everybody's worried about, well, they can do it because... They they don't have the freedoms that we have here. By the way, that means if you put up something that bad like that in Canada and you're from Canada, I imagine the government will fine you. They're going to fine you for what you post on social media. And everybody's saying, well, this guy's a liberal and look at this. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. It won't have, there's not a court in this country that will ever say that that law is a legal law. It's not. 
you are completely stifling free speech. That's what the Internet is. The Internet is the World Wide Web. Now, govern, and, and you can yell at me all you want. Well, what about China? They do this. What about this? What about, this? What about North Korea? That, 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 that's a popular one because we had uh, the Dennis Rodman thing where they were talking about what they could and couldn't see on, on the Internet there. I am betting that there is someone in Korea right now that was born on September 17th, 1971, the exact same age as me. They haven't known freedoms their entire life. They don't know any better. Uh, Canada has no legal freedom of speech, just a tradition, like a number of German countries. It's why Stephen Crowder moved there and has rejected Canada. Yeah, exactly. See, and that's the thing here is that everybody's so, well, oh, this can happen in America. Well, it can't. Okay, it can't. And by the way, we've already ruled on 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 one thing, that a girl, I guess, you know what, the ruling in that case in the cheerleader, I guess, is going to go a long, long way. Remember the case, the Supreme Court came out and they said, no, that little girl who said, fuck cheerleading, fuck the school, fuck all this, did it on her own time and the school can't do anything about it. If you don't want to see bad things on an app, when are we going to grow up? America, when are we going to grow up? World, when are we going to grow up? If you don't want to see really bad, tasteless jokes on an internet site, the easiest thing in the world is don't go on the site. If there is a chance, you people who have fucking all these goddamn allergies now, if there's a chance that a restaurant might put peanut oil on your food, you never go there, right? Or do you think that restaurants should be shut down? I know the new generation wants the restaurant shut down, but the place could be called peanut oils. You want that place shut down. You make no fucking sense. You make zero sense. By the way, my jokes, I came up with one this weekend, and I got a real angry face on it, too. A lot of people liked it, though. The jo- I, I came up with it after I saw a video. I've never heard this joke before, and if I, if I stole it from somebody, then I stole it, but whatever, I, I thought I came up with it. What's the best part about, about being a uh, oh, uh, oh, pa- paraplegic bodybuilder? What's the best part about being a paraplegic bodybuilder? <laughs> Skipping leg day. Today's jokes. Uh, <laughs> oof, man. Uh, who killed more Indians than John Wayne? Union Carbide. And then the other Oh, the other one's really bad. Oh, gosh. What's the worst thing about eating a bald pussy? Putting the diaper back on. Oh, God. Shakes. I wonder if that one's been taken down yet. Let's see. Nope, not taken down yet. Oh, boy, a lot of people are on there. Uh, I beg your pardon? Wait, oh, oh, somebody comment. 
Gregory's. <laughs> wow. This one's going to get a lot of fucking go. Jesus, Arnie. I beg your pardon. Get your tickets for the trip to hell here. All right, there you go. So those are my jokes. Why can't dinosaurs clap their hands because they're dead? Dude, no shit. I saw a video of paraplegic body posing in a tournament last night. Yeah, that's where I came up. I, I saw something. I mean, yeah, it's super duper inspiring. But hey, you know, I'm here to I'm here to make people laugh, not to inspire people. This is one of those stories that people are going, well, check this out. This is gonna be this is gonna happen next. If you start finding what'll happen is these companies then, Facebooks, the things like that, people will stop using them. If their content gets con- continually taken down because they're held to the same standards, and this is the difference. For the most part, well, I, I, I can't even say, the Internet is not free. You can still watch local television and local radio for free. Now, if you have Wi-Fi and you can hook it up, that, that's not necessarily free. That's you using someone's Wi-Fi. That's not free. It's not provided by anybody. It's a service. And this is why the FCC cannot regulate cable television. And it took cable a while, but now this is why when you watch a show on FX, they can say, hey, bitch, suck my ass. Or, hey, fuck you, Sons of Anarchy, all these kind of shows. They don't do it a lot, but they can. Because the FCC can't do shit. As long as you have to pay for the Internet, the government will not now. Now I will say this: if the government was providing the internet for free, it was free everywhere. We have to pay for it. I have to pay for high speed. I have to. We everybody has to pay for the internet. This is why radio will never go anywhere. As bad as radio is now, I don't even know people that listen to the radio anymore. I loved working. Radio was the greatest job in the world for me. I can't turn it on now. Why would I listen to it? I can get better stuff anywhere. And and I had a, a brilliant moment this week. And to all us Gen Xers, we bitch and moan about this new generation and TikTok and all this kind of stuff. I watched... Uh, I watched part of the MTV documentary yesterday before the Aussie one, before the Kiss one. Um, oh, Douglas, I'll get to that comment here in just a second. TikTok is this generation's MTV. When we were kids, we got news from MTV, fashion trends. We knew when movies were coming out because MTV, MTV was our internet. 
And these kids now, TikTok, that's all you need to go to. They've got news stories there. You got all that kind of shit there. And that's what these kids are doing. This is the, the latest thing. And if you're not on it, you don't have to be on it. Like you got your ways to get around the internet. That's great. These kids have these ways. Bernie and AOC think that high-speed internet is a basic human right. LOL. Don't laugh because they do, see? And here's the problem. Is that once the government starts handing out free internet, then they can regulate. Because they're the provider. They can say, nope. I don't know if it's that way in Canada. Is, is it? Does the Canadian government provide the internet? I, I I'm not sure. Is it free up there? Because if it's not free, then the they don't have free speech anyway. It, like Ogre said, it's just a tradition, not a right. And get people all worked up about hey, it's their country. No, let's see. Let, let me Google. Does does Canada provide free internet? Services Canada Centers, most services provides computers with internet and free Wi-Fi transitions. Uh, Do Canadians pay for the internet? Studies show Canadian has the most expensive data costs in the world, but also some at the best networks. When it comes to broadband internet, Canadian pay... They pay for it, but once again, this is where they don't have freedom of speech. Shit, I remember when uh, geek or horror movie rumors were only available in newsletters in the mail or in nerd magazines like Starlog. Yes, you had to wait weeks for newsletters to appear to claim things like Han Solo's Luke's brother. Yeah. I know they are fucking clowns and want government to hand out everything, so everyone in that government's a bitch. Um, let's see. Uh, you're 100% correct. Arnie Xavier just said that this weekend. Well, he said he got it from TikTok, news, sports, funnings, etc. In Canada, they can now be jailed for telling the truth if it's hurtful, eh? I'm sure. I have a radio story from last night about your old show. Well, uh, you'll, you'll have to tell me in person about that one. Uh, free speech matters. I don't really like talking about the old show that much. Uh, but yeah, text me Dave Co. and let me know what, if, if I, if, if it's stuff that I can say and things like that, and then you can call. And I still listen to radio in my car as shitty as the radio is here. One of the DJs on the oldie station sounds like, uh, Don Imus's twin brother. Oh, no shit. You got a, you got an Imus guy there? Oh, that's just not fair. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you yeah. think's going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are women there, and uh, and then people have guns. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. Okay, Dave, go. I, I, just uh, give me a call later, buddy. Let me know. Interesting. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Let me hear it on. Let me hear it on this show. It's eye-opening. I don't know. Dave Coke, if you start to give me a call, let me know what it is. Now I'm intrigued. If you can call, 
I'll let you know if it's too far. But, yeah, so with this whole Canada thing, you're going to start seeing people talking about it, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, that's it. They can try. They can try. And, and I'll, I'll tell you this right now. If they try, I'll sue them. I will sue them. Speaking of things in this country that people just need to shut their mouths on, and I'm glad it took a billionaire to come out. Harold Hamm is his name. Okay, He's, Dave goes going to call. He says the United States can't shut shale down. So, so for the environment, for the environment, they want to stop using coal. No more coal. Great. Even though China and India are planning on building more coal plants. You guys know where I stand on this shit when it comes to... uh, AGB3 says, I haven't listened to live radio since finding your show. Thank you very much. That means the world to me. That means I'm winning that battle because that's my job is to take on morning radio. Because I think morning radio, if if they're not going to, uh, if they're not going to go all the way, then they're holding back. It, it's stupid. It's stupid that you have to use <sighs> titty baby words in an adult world because kids could be listening. Well, it, kids shouldn't be listening. That's the parents' job. With public airwaves, okay. Well, then don't fucking go on there. I I, I hate it. But once again, here we are, America, thinking, oh, my God, we are so important to the rest of the world. Okay, so what? How many, how, what's the population of India? Okay. Hey, Siri, what's the population of India? billion. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Siri. Uh What's the population of China? As of 2021, the population of People's Republic of China is one. 1.4 billion. Okay. Interesting. So that makes 2.7 billion people. And we have... 330 million Americans, right? Oh, I'm going to make a spectacular point here in just one second. Where is the old calculator? Let's see. Uh, 330 million divided by 2... Seven zero we make up less than one percent of their population I mean way less than one percent of their population and us stopping coal <laughs> us here in America stopping coal is going to Make the environment all better. 
we can have popsicles out on the streets and not have to worry anymore. Because we here in America have done our job. I mean, shit, come on. I don't care. If you are a person that believes in the recycling, then great, because it's become an industry. It started when I was a kid, and we would have newspaper drives to recycle the newspapers. Yay, the school dad, the most poundage. My parents participated in that because that was me just taking the garbage out. That's all that was. But it's become a billion-dollar industry, hundreds of billions of dollars probably. So it ain't going anywhere. So it's all these people running around, save our environment, save our environment, save our environment. We can't do shit about the environment. If you don't want to litter and do all that kind of, I, I'm not saying go out and fucking, you know, shit in the middle of the street and use all these horrible chemicals and stuff like that. No, no, no. If you want to live your life clean like that, you go right the fuck ahead. I'm not telling you. All I'm saying is that we're not even a fucking drop in the bucket. If we can develop clean energy that can be exported to places like India and China, then it will make a difference. The tough part is getting people to comprehend that and get on board with it. Yes, I agree with that completely. Uh, Zach, he just texted in. Good morning. But the idea that that we're going to shut down coal industry, I mean, fuck natural resources. I guess we don't fucking use those anymore. They're too dirty because we're getting rid of gasoline and oil. Ooh, bad oil. For all the electric cars in the world, which, by the way, electricity runs on fucking coal. Nowhere in there did I say get rid of fucking solar panels. I didn't say get rid of water. I, I No, try it all out, man. And when that shit works as good as coal and oil, give me a call. And it's affordable like, like coal and oil, give me a call. I have to call bullshit on exporting of clean energy won't do anything if it's more expensive and less practical to these lesser developed nations. They will just look at it and go, that's nice, and keep doing what they've been doing, just like the past 15 years. Well, look, here's the thing. That's what the race is on for. Ogre's 100% right. And, Andrew, I, I believe in what you're saying. The race for clean. Remember I did that story about the thing that they have? It's like fucking 200 times hotter than the sun. And that's to make clean energy. It, there's a race to find a, a, something out there. I'm here to tell you, to me, look, I'm not smart enough to really think about this, so I think about this on the DJ common guy level. But it's physics. With every action, there's a greater chance of reaction, correct? Correct. So let's say we come up with this great clean energy. You're telling me there's no dirt with clean energy? You're telling me that clean energy is 
actually clean? I mean, if you're going to go ahead and say the, uh, and I don't necessarily think that the batteries in these these cars, these Priuses and these Teslas, I don't think, is that clean energy? Is that defined as clean energy? Because what are you supposed to do with it when it, that energy cell dies? Have fields and fields of cars like they do in France? I'm just wondering. I'm not, I'm not trying to argue with anybody here. Look, I, I'm with you. I think we got to do what we can, but we have to realize that we're not making a dent. Uh, if China develops clean energy, then expects to develop nations, uh, its new superior colonism, the influence we wield will shrivel to insignificance and will pine for glory days like France still does. People can see the fucking force for the trees in this country, and it's why I throw my hands up and say, I told you so. Yeah? Mm-hmm. No. Ogre, you're right. It, there's a race, and they're ahead in the race right now. And I'll say this, the reason why they're ahead in the race is because, well, they don't have human rights. Do you think they stick by the rules like our scientists do? And I know I'm making them sound evil and everything, but they're not. They're, they're evil in our eyes because we have rules. We have things that we have in place that say a three-year-old can't sew shoes together. For three cents a day. They don't have that rule. And that's why. <laughs> Nike. It, look, I, I have the story. Where's the story? Uh, here it is right here. Before we get to the stupid story about fucking racism. Um, Nike CEO... John Donahoe called the sportswear apparel giant a brand of China this week. Yeah, we we know. See, you don't make shoes in this country because it's too expensive. Because our workers have rights. And remember, all that, once again, all this clean energy they've been working on. Yes, it's great. It's fantastic. It's wonderful in China. Do you think they have adhered to humans' rights? Or there have been humans' rights violations been going on there? I'm going to go ahead and guess the second one. I'm guessing that if you have a job in China, you pretty much have to do whatever the fuck your boss says always. You ain't got a union to run to. You ain't got a supervisor's boss to talk to. It's they way or the highway, baby. And Dave Co is on the phone. Dave Co, what is up, brother? Hey, good Monday morning to you. How you doing, pal? I'm doing good, and I realize it it went on, but I kind of think that you need to hear this. It was interesting. Okay. Social gathering Do, I was at last night was at my friend's anniversary party. Okay. There's a bunch of people there that I hadn't seen in a long time. And so I'm just sitting there, and then your name came up. And Really? The old, the old show came up. Okay. And someone looks at me and goes, Dave, what really happened? Why, why did Arnie leave? And I go, man, there's a story there. And uh, then that's really all I said. And then they okay. all started kind of talking. 
And uh, they themselves, I encouraged nothing. Okay. They said that ship was just not listening to a bull. It's just not worth listening to. Mm-hmm. They said it's like a sideshow. It's like they're trying to appease the current thought of social media right now or what, what I don't even remember how they worded it. But, you know, in other words, they've completely folded of what they used to be. For Bingo. Years. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard and that. I just sat and listened. I was just smiling. And mm-hmm. then finally one of my old friends got me one-on-one. And then I told him a little bit about what a jerk. Uh, some people are. Yeah. Some people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, I just thought that was really interesting. That, now, I thought, you know, well, maybe I'm a little bit biased because, you know, sure. I'm fond of you. So right. maybe right. maybe I don't see things so clearly. Mm-hmm. But I encourage nothing. And that was the conversation that happened well, that was same conversation happens in my brain when I think about it. Well, Dave, uh, I, you didn't encourage anything, and I appreciate that. But I, I, I'm bummed by it, too, because you could have encouraged them to turn on ArnieRadio.com on Monday morning. Uh, yeah, I did. I didn't. Wait, wait you're cutting out. Dave, Dave, you're cutting out. I am? Yeah. No, I, I encouraged the guy I was talking to. You should have encouraged the entire group. Well, Dave, why don't you, you give me a banner and I'll walk around with a banner. Dave, all day long. Dave, the group looked at you and said, <laughs> what's the story? And you could have gone, well, you could go to ArnieRadio.com and find out. Mm-hmm. Can you buy me a sandwich board? Oh, my God. I'm that. not asking for a sandwich board, Dave. <laughs> the opportunity was right there. It was presented to you. Now I feel bad. <laughs> you shouldn't feel bad. No, I, I, I think it's fantastic, and I appreciate you calling. No, I don't feel bad. But, no, I uh, yeah, you're, you're welcome, buddy. You have a great week. Hey, by the way, did you tell them about my stand-up show? No. God damn it, Dave! Jesus <laughs> Christ! I can't count on you for anything! I I guess I better make some phone calls today. <laughs> I mean, I would go back and talk to every one of those people. Oh, I'll go back and touch you. Can I borrow your flux capacitor? <laughs> All right, buddy. You have a great day, pal. All right, bye-bye. See ya. Jeez. Uh, reason why the Russian space program ahead of ours, uh, they don't care about human rights. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he says, way to fuck it up, Dave Co. thought there was supposed to be a banner on the highway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Dave, where's my damn banner on the, 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 the overhang on Treasure Island there in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Is it xenophobic to say we're better than China because we value life more than they do? Because if so, I'm, I'm a xenophobe. Yes. No, it, no, that, that, I mean, the, the people that would be would go, yes, that's here because they don't know anything. They don't. See, and this is the this is the hard part that I have. It and it it makes me sound like an isolationist, which I kind of am, but we keep trying to spread our message, capitalism, freedoms, all this kind of stuff, democracy. We 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 are trying. We have tried. These people, they come to our country and they're like, "Oh my god." They don't stand up to their governments because they can't stand up to their governments because they don't know how. Look, 
If if you stay in China, you're choosing that that world. I'm sorry. So th- th- this is horrible to say, and I know it's horrible to say, but it's true. You know there's better places to live, and I'm not just talking about America. And the idea that you're going to stay there and I'm supposed to feel bad for you staying there, I, I don't. Now, if that makes me xenophobic, then once again, I'm every phobic there is then. And I'm, I, I, I'm proud of that. I wear it as a badge of honor. Because I, th- I think all this name-calling has really gotten us nowhere. You know what this name-calling has done to us in this country, honestly? The name-calling, the, the racists, all the, all the names you want to call people. We've become, and I didn't think that this is possible, America is the, has become an even bigger laughingstock than before. And everybody wants to say, well, we were a laughingstock with Trump. We were a laughingstock before Trump. We were a laughingstock before Obama. We've been laughing stop for a, for a long time. I don't care. I don't care that we're laughing stock in the rest of the world. I like my freedoms. But man, it's all these people that want us to go that way like, "Oh, you got to cancel that person because they said this, that and the other." They don't like these people. We have to like everybody. No, you don't. You don't have to like it. Where is that in the Constitution that you have to like everybody? Where is it? I don't have to like everybody. Oh, damn it. Alicia says, I got to sign out. Work has to kill my fun. Adios, y'all. Well, you have a great day, Alicia. I, 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 I'm so lost when it comes to all this stuff. I'm all for clean energy. I'm all for that kind of stuff. But until you guys really see what all of it is and why we aren't. And and by the way, I'm not willing to change. I don't think workers, uh, there's, some, there's some video out there. This girl's got like 58 piercings in her face. And she thinks that minimum wage should be $50. There's also a video out there that called George Floyd a fucking an American patriot which I, I've never rolled my eyes that hard. I, I truly thought Braddy Kid was going to be right, that my eyes were going to get stuck on that one. $50 an hour. What's your skill, hun? What's your skill? You're a fucking pin cushion? Well, if you want to find a place that's going to stick shit in your body and they want to pay you for it, then you can demand your own wage. But minimum wage, you got to have some sort of, look, minimum wage is minimum wage. That's minimum skills. That means no skills, really. $15 an hour. God damn. I can't hear it. It's not supposed to. Fuck. I, I can't wait till that gets fucking through to people. Not supposed to live on minimum wage.
And by the way, by the way, and I know it sounds a lot easier than 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 it is, and a lot of you're gonna just kind of roll your eyes at me and shake your head, but it's true. Um, if you find a job in an area, and you want a really really nice apartment, but you don't make enough, so you can't live in that apartment, so you got to live in a little shittier apartment because you can actually afford to live in that one. That's the way the world is. If your town gets too expensive, then you can't live in that town anymore, and I'm sorry. You can go to a smaller town and live. You can move further away and live. It's just the way the world works. By the way, $15 an hour is not going to touch anything in San Francisco. And people that work at that really, really scary McDonald's down there on the pier, making 15 bucks an hour. Hey, that's what you want to make, and you go right ahead. All right, here's our stupid racist story of the day. By the way, Ogre, did you happen to see that that uh, that hot air balloon that went down? In a new, oh wait, no, it's in Las Cruces. I'm sorry, I thought I thought it was in Albuquerque. Oh wait, it was in Albuquerque. Five people were riding in a hot air balloon when the basket came detached from the balloon. Holy shit. Well, that's one thing. And I, I haven't seen the, like, I guess this, the, the video is too far away from the basket. You can only see the balloon just plummeting to earth. Wow. Oh, you're out of town this weekend? Oh, that sucks. Wow. Yeah, that story was crazy. Uh, and now the National Archives Task Force on Racism claims in a little notice report to the U.S. top librarian that the archives own Rotunda, which is which houses the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, is an example of structural racism. The structure is racist. It unequivocally impacts on how National Archives and Records Administration employees interact with each other. Some examples of structural racism were provided by a summary of report. Um, by the way, uh, by the way, see, th- this is stupid. This the, 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 a building is racist. I, I, I thought they had jumped the shark when math was racist. And now a building is racist. Oh, oh, wait. For example, a search for Thomas Jefferson in our documents brings up 24 results. He is described in this sample lesson as a visionary who took vigorous action to strengthen the will of the nation and expand westward. The plan does not mention that his policy of westward explanation forced Native Americans off their ancestral land, encouraged ongoing colonial violence, and laid uh, the groundwork for further atrocities like the Trail of Tears. Now, this task force is asking for safe spaces in every NARA facility and that they have a responsibility to eliminate racist language and archival descriptions 
and revise the policy and practices that it led to. The National Archives are racist. They were written that way back then. That's how they fucking talked. Let's just erase actual words that were penned by our founding fathers. Oh, I think that's great. Why don't we let everybody fucking touch the Constitution while we're at it? You have got to be kidding me. A building is right, and we're going to change the terminology. Everyone on this task force should be, and I know this is going to sound harsh, and I mean it to be that way, they should be drawn and quartered. Yeah, I, I, I truly do believe that the, uh, let's see, uh, uh, oh, that's nice. Christopher, thank you, buddy. Um, you sent me a really nice email. Doesn't sound Orwellian all, at all. But, well, remember, we, we, it was 1984, four years ago. It was idiocracy four years ago. Not now. Not now when it, it's there. I mean, we'll blame the last administration for this because this one hasn't had time to do its job yet. Come on. What structure? That Florida condo? Yeah, that building was racist as fuck. When is when it's the object is next? Oh, all right. All right, we, 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 we've done enough of this smart shit talk today, right? Yeah, we got all kinds of stories coming up still. Uh, but first, uh, since it is sadly only a three-day week because I am headed out of town, good news is we have, that's right, baby, Celebrity Ass yes, 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 Match Famous Dog Roof. That's right. Today's topic, famous dogs. And uh, I got I got to say, this, this is going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be fun. Let me just tell you this right now. Let's get it on. Uh, next one is going to be Tarantino characters. Tarantino characters is tomorrow, but today. Today, celebrity ass deathmatch is famous dogs. Uh, Harrison, where are you headlining, Arnie? Uh, the IMAX, uh, the Esquire IMAX Theater in Sacramento. Uh, uh, their logic, uh, when they recorded the heroism and the sacrifice of George Floyd, they're also going to mention the years of riots and looting that ensued. Well, they better. All right, here we go. First match up here. Celebrity ass deathmatch, canine edition. I have to admit, this first one is one of my all time favorites, and that is why I have French Mastiffs. I give you the big, beautiful French Mastiff, 
from the movie Turner and Hooch. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Hooch taking on the Chihuahua from the Legally Blonde movies. Its name was Bruiser. Hooch the Mastiff versus Bruiser the Chihuahua. Ask family, who you got? Morning, Bradster. What is up, brother? Yeah, we can call this one. This one's over. Yeah, there we go. There we go. We got Hooch for the win. Hooch for the win. Made it through. Okay. Oh, God. This is a lovable matchup here. You guys are going to hate me for this one. I give you the border collie that everyone loved forever. I give you Lassie. Taking on, I don't know what the fuck this dog was. Uh, it, it was something. But it was popular. Benji. Lassie versus Benji. Ass family, who ya got? We've got ourselves a winner, ass family. Oh, my God, look at that. Lassie wins easy. Lassie moves on. Okay. Man. Uh Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I can put there. That, That works there. Okay. Next matchup, ass family. I give you the little dog that walked the yellow brick road with Dorothy Toto against everybody's, I guess, favorite ever German Shepherd. Probably a Nazi. I don't know, but Rin 1010. Toto versus Rin 1010. Ass family. Who ya got?
Wow, look at that, baby. Look at that. Toto wins and not the band. And I was laughing because Jen said I should have played Pitbull's Africa. Oh, here we go. I, I mean, to me, nothing makes more sense than a um, a, a Caribbean flavor about a country of Africa. I, I I I don't get it. I don't ever get it. And our final matchup from the Eastern Finals before we find out who is halfway into the Mount Rushmore. Ask family, this one's going to be a tough one. Whoa, Nelly. This one is some heavyweights here. I give you the dog, the big, lovable dog, also was a killer. His name was Cujo. Taking on a movie I've only seen once all the way through. That movie is Old Yeller. Cujo versus Old Yeller. Ass family, who you got? Straight fire, I can't. Oh, oh I'm not doing this on a, whatchamacallit. On TikTok, no. This is tough. Oh my God. Oh my God. We are out of time, and we're tied. Douglas has the last vote for Cujo. So is it going to be Cujo, or is it going to be Old Yeller? The next vote wins it all. Who is it going to be? Who could it be? Who could it be? Ask family. I need a vote. Old Yeller! Old Yeller! Old Yeller! Old Yeller! Old Yeller! Old Yeller moves on. Wow. Man, that was that was a death match right there. Whew. Man, man, oh man. Gosh, I'm perspiring now. All right, here we go. To etch their face onto Mount Rushmore. In our first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the French Mastiff from the movie Turner and Hooch Hooch taking on the beloved Border Collie. Border Collie also uh, mascot at Texas A&M, so it's a piece of shit. I give you Lassie, ass family, who you got? Sawyer's dad, good morning.
Oh my gosh. How am I going to explain this to Bubba? Oh, Lassie takes out Hooch. Lassie is our first entrant to the Mount Rushmore of famous dogs. <sighs> our final matchup of the first round. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you this simple question, who you got? Between the dog from the Wizard of Oz, Toto, not the band, taking on a dog that little Timmy had to put down. Good old Yeller. Toto, old Yeller, ask family who you got. Ladies and gentlemen, look who it is. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Old Yeller. Old Yeller with a win. So there you go. Half of Mount Rushmore is set. We have Lassie and Old Yeller. Oh, man. Wait till round two. If you're sitting at your house right now going, hey, uh, or your office, aren't you, uh, Hey, buddy, uh, I didn't hear. It's coming up. Just wait. You, you, you just got to wait just a little bit, I promise. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio.com. The alarm clock tingling, ringing in my head. Should have been sleeping. Well, it sure is Monday hitting it now. I gotta get myself through the week somehow. I had a ball Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But it's all over now, and it sure isn't Monday. Oh, I got to the job site.
There are people in this country who work hard every day. Not for fame or fortune do they strive, but the fruits of their labor are worth more than their pay. And it's time a few of them were recognized. Hello, Detroit Auto Worker, let me thank you for your time. You work a 40 hour week for a living, just to send it on down the line. Hello, Pittsburgh Steel Mill Worker, let me thank you for your time. You work a 40 hour week for a living. For the one who fights the fires, the one who brings the mail, for everyone who works behind the scenes, you can see them every morning in the factories and the fields, in the city streets and the quiet country towns, working together like spokes inside a wheel. They keep this country turning around. Hello, Kansas, sweet Bill Farmer. Let me thank you for your time. You work a 40 hour week for a living. Just to send it on down the line. Hello, West Virginia coal miner. Let me thank you for your time. You work a 40 hour week. Oh, Braddy Kid. Uh, let me just say, uh, OMG, Alabama all the way to Tennessee. Woohoo. Once again, if you if you weren't listening there, Braddy Kid, that was a... That's where I'm going this weekend, so there will be no shows on Thursday or Friday. Monday, playing it by ear. See what time we get back Sunday when we leave. 
Andrew texted me this week. He goes, "If you 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 know how far it is." And I was like, "Yeah." And I didn't really put one and one together. Yeah, it's about nine, almost ten hours away. Yeah, uh, from about where I live to Nashville, it's six hundred and sixty-six miles. That's right. We're going on the highway to hell trip. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. No, actually, I am. Got Rendezvous scouted out. Got White Castle scouted out. Hattie B's. Yep, found Hattie B's. So we're going to go to Hattie B's. They got, I found out they only got the hot chicken. They got regular chicken, too. There you go. Don't need no hot fucking chicken. Now, once again, I, I only read the headlines for most of these stories. This is one. I can't wait to see what happens here. VFW Post 1138, outside of Detroit, Michigan. Their American flag display was vandalized. Now, I have dared people to do that, and, well, this is, this is a problem here. The Post captures uh, the, the, the camera they have outside, caught the people that did it. Mm-hmm. The flags were inserted into the ground outside the post in Monroe around Memorial Day and remained through the 4th of July. But around 5 a.m. Thursday morning, the facility surveillance cameras recorded three people who took it upon themselves under the cover of dark to uproot them, ultimately throwing half of them in the garbage and leaving the other half on the ground. Now, these are all the little American flags. Right? As of midday Friday, Bond said three people captured in the footage have not been identified. Let me just say this right now. Why'd they give the footage to the cops? Because I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I imagine those men and women in that VFW post, if you've never been to a VFW post, let me tell you, these, these are men and women that you don't want to fuck with. There are people in the, I grew up going to VFW, my dad played piano in VFWs all over. I have been to my fair share of VFW posts. And the American flag is quite sacred to them. I wouldn't have given it to police. I would have just said, here, why don't you guys go handle all this? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. They will stack you up six deep and use it for sandbags. Uh, a local uh, Lowe's store donated new flags, and they were able to post all the new little flags up in front of the post again. And I think that's great, but... <sighs> this woke society, these people who, who do this kind of stuff now... now Maybe this is just a dumb, a simple dumb act of vandalism. I would say it's more than dumb. It, it's really a stupid one because this one could get you killed. This is different than tagging your, your, your name on the back of a 7-Eleven somewhere. Okay, this, now you're fucking with the flag. Oh, man. Oh. 
Oh, I just, I, I want to give those veterans that opportunity to fucking dish out the punishment. The retribution, if you will. Because, come on, just stop. Stop fucking with that. Look, if you don't like the American flag, that's one thing. That's great. How about you leave the veterans the fuck alone? Okay? Just, just leave them alone. They don't want anything to do with you. That's why they're in their, their post. Because it's a, mem- it's a private club. You can't get in there. You've had to have fought in a, a foreign war to fight there. Nope. Okay. Yeah, you, you, you weren't ever in the military? Okay, yeah, you can't go in there. Sorry. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. You want to fuck with the library's flags? You want to fuck with... Okay, great. Stop fucking with the veterans. Stop Stop telling people they can't put flags up on, on, on national cemeteries on those headstones. Stop it. If you don't want your family member to have a flag, then you go out there and you remove it yourself. But don't tell them they can't put them on other people's flags. When did our flag become the peanut allergy? Well, if one person's offended by it, we can't have it up there. Huh? It's the American flag. Well, so-and-so is really offended by it. Fuck her. Fuck him. I don't give a fuck. Fuck him. We got to start. Look, look, honestly. America, you got to start standing up for yourself again. At one time, we were awesome. We were a great nation. We stood up for what we believed in. Now we're quiet. We don't we don't talk about what we believe in because man, it might offend somebody. I don't give a fuck. That's not that that's not the reason I'm saying it is to offend people. I was watching a I was watching videos this weekend, Don Rickles. I think about comedians like Don Rickles. I think about Paul Mooney. Paul Booney would probably still barely be allowed today. Richard Pryor, barely allowed. He, he, he's only hanging on because he's black. Red Fox. Sam Kennison wouldn't be allowed today. Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay, no chance. Lenny Bruce, nope. Mm-mm. George Carlin, absolutely, positively not. These are pillars of the comedy community. And what's happening? We're, we, you're, you got to cancel them out. You're, you're never going to have anybody. And who knows? There could be another Richard Pryor out there. There could be another Eddie Murphy out there. You have to let them try. Well, they can do it with unoffensive jokes. Well, if you don't like offensive jokes, then you shouldn't be at a comedy club. There you go. I said it. Go to a go to a clean comedian then. If that's what you want, go see a clean comedian. Oh yeah. Oh, Paul Mooney is racist as shit. I thought he was funny. Would I ever go see him? No, God no. 
Mm-mm. He would pick on me in that show. But, hey, that's what he does. That's Paul Mooney. I ain't got to like him. I respect him, though. All right, enough about cancel culture. Good, good, good. Because the first official hurricane of 2021 is happening. That's right, ladies. Let me be your hero. This is quite the sexy hurricane. Hurricane Enrique. Would you dance? Is close to the southern tip of Baja. Possibly making landfall as a tropical storm or depression. I'm sure there's tons of moisture associated with Hurricane Enrique. Would you tremble if I touched your lips? Man, this is a shitty hurricane. Would you laugh? Just like the artist. That is a hurricane that doesn't have any balls. <laughs> hurricane Enrique is going to make a lot of women wet. Yes. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Yes, boo Monday. Zach just texted me. It's almost to the point where Ray Romano is considered edgy comedy. Fuck, that would be horrible. Ray Romano. Hey, hey, Robert. Robert, hey, uh, uh, I'm terrible at golf. <laughs> Everybody loves me. <laughs> Surprise, the National Hurricane Center doesn't name them all stereotypical white names to avoid being canceled. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's never been a Hurricane Arnie, and, uh, it bums me out. But, see, it's okay because the first ones are usually weak. I wouldn't want my – like, if you've got an H, like, let's see, uh, Tim, you probably won't get one. Ogre, possibly you could get one. Now, Young Harm, I'll tell you this right now. Young Harm, you get the young out of there, Harm, Hurricane Harm. H is a great letter. H, I, J, and K. Those are the big boys right there. That's a sweet spot. Oh, Hurricane Harrison. Yes. Yes. You sound like the saxophone player for George Thorogood. Uh, hunting, uh, Hurricane Hank. Oh, God damn it. I know his name. Uh, Carter. Hank Carter. Yep, that's it. Not the boxer. That's Reuben Hurricane Carter. Hank Hurricane Carter. Saxophone player, the original saxophone player for uh, the Destroyers. There's an unarmed uh, episode, Everybody Loves Raymond, where he said, Come on, Deborah, I just want to cornhole you before the Jets game. Now suck my gob and ghoul. <laughs> the dirty Ray Romano. Hey, uh, so uh, I was fucking this chick the other day, and she said, Hey, Raymond, I love you. So I came. And then I went to my mom's house, and she made me some scapolotti. <laughs> Fucking hated that show. Oh, I hate, oh, Ray, Ray Romano just bugs the shit out of me. Oh, my God. 
Oh, dear Lord. By the way, new version of this one now. Oh, this was the other one I came up with. Anybody crosses me. You gay lord. You gay lord. Such a great word. You gay lord. Um, Hurricane Hangtown sounds fun. Oh, that sounds fantastic. But how about this? Oh, I got to turn that shit up. Bye-bye, just lean bye-bye. Into it, baby. Jizzling, jizzling, I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Jizzling, jizzling, Please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening, your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy. Just lean. Rot row. Oh boy, just lean. You're going to have to start talking now. A new documentary has been released. And it seems like our gal, Ghislaine, was working with Jeffrey Epstein years before anybody knew it. New information. Uh, challenges the assumption that Epstein stepped into a vacuum in her life and the death of her father. Researchers working have spoken to more than 200 sources to, uh, to talk about her, and it has emerged that her famous and rich friends, including Prince Andrew, were being used to build Epstein's influential network from 1980 and onward. Oh, my God. Dear God. The three-part documentary will be on Sky. I don't know what that is, that network or a streaming system. Focuses on her career as the youngest child of a corrupt media mogul. This this documentary is just a fucking, it, it, it's, it's a slash piece on her, but she doesn't deserve anything else. Yeah. <laughs> What are we going to hear about people? Look, look, look. I've got the story about McAfee and his wife coming up. Hell, I'll do that shit next. I don't know if there are ever any reports of McAfee on Pedophile Island. But the widow of John McAfee has come out and said she wants a thorough investigation done in this Spanish prison. Really? Hurricane Dave go would be good, Dave, says Jane, uh, Hangtown Jen. But I think people would forget to mention it on the news. 
That's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, do, do you think this guy killed? Like, he's crazy. John McAfee is crazy. Who do you think he killed himself? Let the ask family, I'm asking you the question. Did John McAfee kill himself? said someone yelled McAfee didn't kill himself at the golf tournament yesterday. Dave goes laughing. He says, I earned that comment. Andrew says, nope. Uh, the one song at McAfee's funeral that won't be played is Elvis never been to Spain. <laughs> Hangtown Jet, you think he did kill himself. He killed himself much like Epstein killed himself. Yep, same as Epstein. Uh, God damn it, Doug. Uh, I don't think he did. Look. The problem the problem is that we're not going to know. Oh, for Christ's sake. Thank you, Douglas. That uh, fucking making goddamn. Here, I'll read it. Shit. Hey, Ogre, get ready to get mad. Ready for this? Uh, Disney wants Boba Fett's ship in Star Wars renamed. Will no longer use Slave One. Ah, lovely. Uh, Tim. Uh, we don't either. That was our Oh, I, I look. I don't know why he's being silent. I, I he was up for. He was going to be. Uh, Brought back to America and tried tried on crimes here, crimes here, extradited back to America. That's the phrase I'm looking for. Did somebody not want him back in America? I mean, look, he's still got money. This guy is still wealthy. He can afford lawyers. I'm sure he's still got plenty of lawyers that he knows. Sorry, I wasn't the reaction you might have been looking for. It may as well be named Enslaved or Juneteenth One. Yeah. Meh. Oh, no. Disney did something woke. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm glad that that's a response that you're waiting for. Yeah. By the way, when you cancel people and when you cancel stuff, those people don't come on your side. They hate you more. You've just silenced them, but they still hate you. And they're waiting for you to fall. This whole cancel culture, this whole fucking bullshit cancel society. The woke is too woke, and it's not woke enough for them. I don't think I, I don't think they're gonna be happy until nobody is speaking or doing anything. And then they're gonna say that's rude because you're not talking and cancel you for that. 
Oh, it's so stupid. So stupid. The results of McAfee's autopsy could take days or weeks. A lot of people think he was poisoned. I don't. I've given up on the legacy of Star Wars once Disney took it over. Uh, inkling to see what the prophet George gave us between 77 and 2005. Uh, the only Disney stuff worth the shit were the solo movie and Rogue One. Okay. I agree. I mean, I look, I, I like the idea that Luke came back in there, but I don't know. Am I, am I too old? Let, let, let's, let's stay on this. for Okay, so enough about this fucking guy killing himself. Am I too old, or is it is it the movies just didn't have that same thing that the original trilogy did? And I, and I know I haven't lost that feeling because I get I got that feeling when I saw, you know, the first uh, what you call it uh, Equalizer movie. I got that feeling for that, and then part two just ruined that. Part one was great at John Wick. Part three made me feel that. For John Wick, the Expendables, I oh, those were so great until part three. They always seem to just go one too far. But I know I saw Star Wars a long, long time, and these just didn't have any of that feel to it. There was nothing... There was nothing special about it. You know, I, I guess that that was lost after the first trilogy because we knew they were in space and all that kind of stuff. But there was just nothing. There was no there there. You're not too old. The original Star Wars movie, right imagination, let us take it where we wanted to individually. The latest installments were brought to you by Kathleen Kennedy, so she's a very woke agenda to push forward, and that's what you didn't feel the same thing. Arnie, I've sent you uh, an updated version of Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi's Death Star duet. Duel. Hold on a second. Let me see. I have to send Okay, you're going to send it? Okay. Uh, they felt soulless to me, just husks of the former glory. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I did feel it a little bit, like, you know, when Han was in one, I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And then Luke. Fucking, if Yoda would have came back, I probably would have just started bawling my eyes out. But then it just went away, and it's like the characters, you're like, eh, I'm not rooting for this girl because, oh, God, it kind of feels like that's the, it's being, uh, there's an agenda. <laughs> Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> the Vito Corleone scene when Sonny's brought to the morgue. Look what they did to my boy. Yeah, there's just something about them. Like I, I don't get that 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 
that that excited feeling. And I still get excited. And I know I'm I'm five years old. I don't care. You can say what you want. I still love going to the movie theaters. And I still love it when a movie fucking just kicks it, it, my ass. Like the, the movie Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. God damn, that was a good movie. The movie The Gentleman last year. Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam. Fucking great movie. And I'm hoping, oh my God. I am hoping that in, it, it still does come out in December. It fucking better. But I've got that hope, that feeling in my chest for Top Gun. Two, Colin Maverick. I haven't even bothered getting Disney Plus to see The Mandalorian. It just seems like cramming as Star Wars fans, actors in the, as they can. There's no longer the wonder, either pandering fan service or some agenda. I just don't care about any new Star Wars anymore. That's kind of where I am. I watched uh, I watched The Mandalorian, but I just want to see the last episode of last season. And it was it was kick ass because Luke was on there. It was a young Luke. See, everybody liked the new Jason Statham movie. I, I, I hey, that's fine. I'm glad y'all liked it. I, it just wasn't. There was a no there there for me in that one. And I know there's a new John Wick that's being filmed. I'm excited about it. I hope they don't fucking shit the bed again like they did with part two. I heard that due to the. Um, Due to his sexual case, Terry Crews is not going to be, if they make another Expendables, that he's not going to be in it. Because if you don't know the, the story, was Terry Crews was at a party and some gay Hollywood producer grabbed him right by the cock and wanted them to fuck so he could go further in his career. And Terry Crews is not a guy you're going to do that to. Terry Crews could have ended the guy easily. Terry Crews played defensive end for the Atlanta Falcons, but he did. And he testified in front of Congress about this, and they asked him, and he said one of the producers on the film for The Expendables 4 contacted him and said, hey, can you drop this suit against my friend? And Terry Crews says, I won't be in the next Expendables movie. And that sucks, man. Um, Harrison says, I got to disagree respectfully. Uh, the Mandalorian is pretty good and well made. No, no, I, I never said it would. No, wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't. I, I don't. It's not for me. Harrison, you're a lot younger than me. And, and I, I'm glad that, that the Star Wars has caught on with the younger group. I, I, I am. But it, it's not mine. Yeah, I've never said it was bad. Uh, Harrison, I'm not talking about the show quality. It's the creation side that bothers me. I thought Mandalorian was done well. Uh, it's like spaghetti western set in space to me. Great. Hey. If that kind of stuff, like, you know, it, like if it was like a sci-fi type deal, which I know it is, but it's Star Wars. To me, there's a difference between sci-fi and Star Wars. It, there just is. There's a difference between Star Trek and sci-fi. 
I don't know what it is. Don't ask me to explain it, but yeah. I'll look at these videos in just a little bit, fellas. Get a break. But hey, keep watching. Hey, I ain't got a problem with them. I'm not saying take them off the air. It's just not for me. Well, if you needed yet another reason, and I know most of us don't, to hate the Markles. Okay, so back in January 2020, they said they were stepping back as senior members of British royalty, right? Now, that means, and they, they, they announced that they will no longer be using his or her royal highness. And and the Crown spoke up and said, yeah, you can't use those. You ain't got your titles no more. Well, on the newest fucking little shit's birth certificate, Meghan Markle signed her real name. But, But Harry, for some reason, decided... He would list his name as the his royal highness as his last name on the birth certificate. The kid's first name is listed the Duke of Sussex and the first name as his royal highness. This is on the new daughter's thing. So he's still using his title. And by the way, by the way, what, what did that it's on the birth certificate first, so I ain't gonna get too mad about that, but that's confusing to the kid because y'all ain't ever gonna be back there. You, that bridge is burnt, motherfucker. Cause, and you ain't getting cussed these kids. You might not find Megan. She might not come back because he's back there now to honor Mama and her statue. I have plenty of jokes about that. Uh, the gig genre in general has lost all luster to me. Once it got mainstream, it was no longer something for us. Man, you don't know how much I understand that. There's a great story that goes along with that, and I'll tell it here in a second. Things like Comic-Con blew up into nothing more than celebrity promos. J.J. Abrams ruined Star Trek. Disney did a good job with the Avengers universe, but even now it's just getting to be too bloated after Endgame. They all jumped the shark. I still want to see movies, but not just with as much excitement. Yeah, I mean, look, when you got one company making everything and you know everything's going to be politically correct, yeah. Limp Biscuit. That that Limp Biscuit. Hear me out on this. Limp Biscuit were all nerds in high school. They were all dorks in high school, and that's why their music came out so violent, so angry. Is because they were fighting back. And once they became popular, they saw that their success bit them in the ass because it was all the big jocks and it was all the big mean kids that were listening to their music. Now, they didn't change their music. They just realized that that's how the world works. Is that once your your shit gets taken over, it's gone. Comic-Con, I shouldn't say Comic-Con and shit like that's gone because it won't. Those things won't go away because they have too many, as we in the radio business would call them, P1s that will show up. I agree, though, that they are are so big and blown out of proportion now. And it's a place, all it is is the the con film festival with people in outfits. 
That's all it is. I am very nervous about the next Deadpool movie. Now that that Disney has anything to do with it at all. They've already said it's going to be rated R, so. It's a thing I don't understand, like. You would think that these these movie companies and would be a lot smarter, but they're not. They, they they aren't. Look what happened when a big studio finally took over the Expendables movie, and they made the last one PG thirteen. They had Mel Gibson and Harrison Ford in there. That one sucked. You try to do that to to. Deadpool or something, then you know what? Then I'm done with seeing Marvel movies. Nerd cons are just chicks in costume and people going, look at me. Yeah. I'm glad I was able to attend Comic-Con back in 2003 before it got impossible to get tickets without the world's fastest internet connection. Oh, sure. Blame the Big Bang Theory for that one. But once something goes mainstream, man... It, 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 it's like alternative music. Alternative music was mainstream as soon as it played on a radio station. Alternative fans hated me for saying that, but it's true. There's nothing alternative anymore once it goes on to a radio station that's probably owned by a publicly traded company. That's not cool and alternative in back alley anymore. You're not a sellout at all, and neither are the artists. Artists, I think, should be paid. If you have a lot of people that enjoy your creation, you should be paid for it. Nothing wrong. Oh, that's selling out. Metallica sold out. Why? How did Metallica sell out? And by the way, if I gave you front row tickets to see Metallica, you wouldn't go? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, once it, once it goes mainstream, it's there for a while, and they're going to change it, and they're going to do all their stuff, and then it's got to turn into something else. I mean, look what Comic-Con did. Comic-Con started something, and now there's every kind of con out there. There's tattoo cons. There's all these cons out there. There's wrestling cons. I keep looking for wrestling cons that are coming to the DFW area. There's been a couple, but they haven't had anybody good there to, you know, do autographs with, take pictures with, because I'd love to. I'd love to meet. These guys are still my fucking heroes and idols that I look up to, these old wrestlers. Thanks to watching old YouTube videos and things like that. I love them. If I got a chance to meet Jim Cornette, I would be out of my mind. Let alone Stone Cold Steve Austin, Scott Steiner. By the way, that AEW wrestling, man, that stuff. I got, oh, I got to email them. Oh, wait, hold on a second here. Let's do this email together. It, it's really bad wrestling. But, uh, thank you. Let's see. Uh, reply. Um, hi there. Don't mean to be a pest, but was wondering if you had your media stuff worked 
out yet for your show. By the way, it was really awesome, all caps, Saturday. Uh, for your show uh, in Garland, Texas. Thank you. Have a great day. A-R-N-I-E States Show. Uh, there we go. Sent that away. All right. Media availability. Hello there. Free tickets. Oh, Lord, the music industry is so fucked up now, it's tear-inducing. Companies just go for flash-in-the-pan perfection. There's no real human element of air or durability, no real creativity anymore. Nobody wants to buy albums, and they don't want to uh, pay for jack shit. And the record companies just put it on YouTube, paid for advertisements, so they have to jack up content prices to make any kind of money for the artist. It's totally fucking sad. There's a number of videos by people like Rick Beto on YouTube lamenting this stuff. As someone who got back into making music, I don't have illusions of suddenly getting on Spotify list. But at this point, it'd be nice just to be recognized, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this right now. The Internet, look, everybody loves the Internet. The Internet's a great thing. The Internet killed radio. The Internet and streaming service is going to kill broadcast television. That shit's done. It'll still be around because it's free. And record companies, hey, they had their they had their big one there with with radio. Now that people aren't listening to radio, yeah, record companies gotta make their money somehow. I can't blame them, they're a company. In 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 my hope of hopes, this is what I hope happens. And it'll be the exact opposite because everybody has a website. You remember when rap music broke out and everybody became a producer and everybody had a studio? I hope it goes in the opposite direction. I hope it gets down to about four or five labels again. And they bring us the best artists. I'm tired of hearing all this this new crap. I, I don't know a genre out there right now that is flourishing. Outside of this pop country genre. And by the way, if you like country music, if you're old like me and you say you like country music, you hate this shit that's on the radio today. But if you're somebody that likes this shit on the air today, they are playing it just for you. Rock music is a genre that is gone. Because they can't figure out how to compete in an internet world. The reason why radio can't figure it out is because no radio people are running radio. And the funniest part about it is, is that these geniuses that run radio, They think that they're going to have the answer. They don't have an answer for it. They sh- the writing was on the wall for them a long time ago. I remember when we first started broadcasting on the Internet as well. You know when you're listening to your favorite station, and then let's say you go into the car, 
or you're in the car on your way to work, and then you turn them on at your desk online. The show is still the same. Same people are on the show, same topics, same thing, just commercial break. But it's weird because when you listen on the, the Internet, you hear different commercials that you've never heard on your radio station before. And the reason for that is the people that, that made commercials all band together and said, look, if you just go straight from the radio to the Internet, we need to be paid again because our voice is being heard now on the Internet. They figured it out a long time ago, and radio was like, duh, It's funny. Oh, wow, they gave me a credential line thing. They already sent me back an email. Sweet. Hold on a second here. Let's see. I'm on now. Availability. Thanks for circling back. The apply to credentials is here. Okay. Let's apply for this. Uh, Garland, Texas. That's what I want. My name. Uh, Arnie states. Arnie uh, is gone. Team at gmail.com. General media, please. Name of media outlet. The Arnie States Show. Digital. I'm a digital broadcaster. Name of supervisor editor. A-R-N-I-E-S-T-T-E-S. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com. Link to a website, A-R-N-I-E, radio.com. Audience size, social media. Uh, uh, let me see. I'll go... Uh, Submit. Bam. There you go. Response has been recorded. Okay, cool. Now I got to do the WWE one tomorrow. Even rock music killed itself starting in the late 90s. Bands like Nickelback, Chevelle, blah, blah, they have the same guitar sound, the same vocal patterns. That's why it's hard to find a rock metal band that really stands out. Yes, you are right, because they did it to rock music first. This is the sad thing. They did it to rock music first. And rock fans said, whoa, stop this shit. Country fans, they're like, well, as long as you still play a little bit of Conway 20. And now us old country people are like, well, that just sucks. And all these young people in there. I forget when it was five, ten years ago that the guy had come up with an algorithm to write a hit country song. And it was a hit. Because of all the things that he mentioned. It's been programmed into what you like. I mean, look, this is why I listen to so many different genres. But rock fans, look, I got to give rock fans all the credit in the world because they said no to Nickelback. 
after their third album. Hot Mamas, she says, Godsmack is the last good rock band that came out. Now, I, I have hopes for the new Mammoth band that, that's out now. They're going to tour with Guns N' Roses. That's Wolfgang Van Halen. And for some reason, I guess it's not available anymore on uh, on iTunes, but the, uh, the Sons of... Uh, what was that? Straight Info or whatever that that, that one was? The Sons of uh, Robert Trujillo and, and, and Scott Weiland. They had a band out, and I was like, okay, this isn't bad. And even Godsmack was just an Alice in Chains replica. A little bit harder. I don't know. Alice in Chains. Ah, I like Alice in Chains. I love Alice in Chains. Go Greta Van Fleet. Uh, look, I know that you love Greta Van Fleet. And if they figure out if they're Led Zeppelin or Rush, then they can get back to me. I bet you the next album they sound like ACDC. They start just doing three chords. And they get an Irish singer. So that's what, but you have to ask yourself this, Hogan. See, this is where we, this is where we go as people. And this is the sad part of things. Do we want the band to sound the same all the time? Or do we want them to sound different? I mean, you know, we make fun of Nickelback all the time because every song of theirs sounds the same, except at least we're not Hinder, because Hinder's the worst band in the world. Uh, But we get mad when a band does something and go, what the fuck was that perfect example? This this right here is one of my favorite examples to use. Uh, Don't mind me. You want to talk about a great debut album? Arnie, what are your thoughts on Coffee Anderson? I like him. He's a Texas country singer. I don't know Coffee Anderson. I'll have to look him up. Let me do this. Uh, oh, here it is. Here it is. Their first album was called Lemonade and Brownies and had Nicole Eggert on there right before her stretch on Baywatch, right after Charles in Charge when she was hot. This was the band. That was Sugar Ray. That was their first album. This is their second album called Floored. Third album. Well, it is all nice and decent, slip with the crew. This is Mr. Cat and Sugar Ray riding through. One me I tell a man she have been intoxicated, but I love high man like a genie, but I call with a fly. Some me I say a virgin to me, I tell her maybe the first choice. Same band. Now, do you want your band to change? Spread your love and fly. 
like this. See, I like this. That's what I like. Uh, well, rock and music is in general balls. The balls to be different. Yes. Dare to make a new sound or God forbid the balls to fail. But record companies are so tight-fisted they won't allow that anymore. They ignore that it was musical daring and it created all the fucking genres to begin with. Thanks, Internet. Well, here's the problem. And, Ogre, you're, look, we're diving into this problem and we, we could fix it, but we don't have the money to fix it. Music people are no longer running the music business. It's just like radio. Radio people are no longer running radio. Chris Payne loved the shit out of that third. No, Chris Payne hated that third album. Today's his birthday. I sent Chris a text on his birthday like I do each and every year. He's not responded. I put. I said, you probably won't care, but uh, it's your birthday, so I hope you have a great birthday. That's what I texted him. I haven't talked to him in forever, so uh, there you go. Today's birthday. I hated that. He stomped the album and mailed it back to the record company. It was the greatest thing I ever saw. So his dad says, I'm liking the first two. The third sucks. Same band. Sugar Ray listened to Sublime and went, holy shit, we do that? Look at Smash Mouth. Same kind of thing, just going retro and poppy. Yeah, early Sugar Ray was awesome. Saw them at the Warp Tour, and that's where I first saw Limp Biscuit and loved Limp Biscuit. I don't mind when artists, they, they, they try something new, they go out, but the heart of their album is still them. To me, rock and roll music died, and I'm sad to say it, with, with a band from Northern California, and it was Papa Roach. Singing about your fucking daddy issues and all that kind of shit, this angst. At first, it was like, wow, that's different. That's, oh, wow. Finally, it's like, fuck, get over it. Man up. Listen to an old Van Halen song. Fuck, for, for listen to an old Kiss song. I know Kiss sucks, but they've had a couple really good songs. I, I, Kiss's first hit was off their live album. It's like four albums in. They almost lost their, their because of this song right here. This saved Kiss. Why? Because this is an anthem. Harrison says, Kiss is amazing, bite your tongue. Did you watch a documentary last night? It was pretty amazing. Pink Floyd music sounds different than Piper at the Gates of Dawn, then Darker Side of the Moon, The Wall, then Division Bell. Unlike all those, all that, well, the problem there is Douglas's Pink Floyd had a lot of talent. That's the other thing that we're battling today. <laughs> Kiss stands for Kiss is super shitty. I'm always just kiss is horrible. Look, babe, the, the, uh, you either love kiss. I, I, I'm, I'm on that strange bandwagon of kiss. I do not love kiss, but I do not hate kiss either. Mainly, and and it has to do with one song. It, this is one of my. When I hear this, I mean, this shit right here is good shit. 
And here's the other reason why I like Kiss. Kiss don't sing about daddy issues. They don't sing about getting bullied. They sing about pussy. Van Halen sings about partying. ACDC sings about partying. That's what rock music is. Rock music isn't fucking therapeutic. It's therapeutic to the listener. Uh, you bet your ass I watched that. Got my Tejano, West Texas wife in the kiss. <laughs> oh, you're going to have to start going. You know what you should do? Harrison, you got to look out for I, I hope you know who Metalachi is. You got to check out Metalachi. Hold on a second. Do I, do I have a Metalachi kiss song? Well, if I have a Metalachi kiss song, I'm about to make you the, the most popular guy in West Texas. Let's see. Oh, oh, here you go. Here you go. Hey, this is you for you, Harrison. Let's get ready to rock and roll. All right, let's go. If, if you aren't moving a little bit right now, there's something wrong with you. There you go. I just set West Texas on fire. <laughs> I feel like I'm at her family's barbecue. Yeah. Uh, they're called Metalachi. Just check them out, dude. I, I've seen them. They play small clubs, and I tell you this right now, one of the most spectacular shows you'll ever see your entire life. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, all right, here we go. En- enough about saving rock music. And I, I mean, look, I could, I could sit here, and we could talk all day about what's wrong with music, what's wrong with television, what's wrong with movies, what's wrong with everything. We all know what's wrong with it. Everybody is scared when they do it. Honestly, honestly, it, it, and I want to toot my own horn. I love coming to work every day because I hope I do go too far. I hope I do. I hope that someone hears about something I did. Not for you guys. I don't want to go too far for you guys. I want to go so far for somebody that they go, this guy is terrible. Did you see the jokes that he puts up? Because then I will finally have a a big enough crowd of people that don't necessarily agree with me. And I can finally tell them, enough is enough, man. If you don't like something, just don't do it. Don't ban everybody else from doing it because you don't do it. I'd ask them what their favorite food is, and I'd be like, well, I hate that, so it's no longer available anymore. That's what you're doing. Sorry. Yeah, I started to go. Uh, Ogre says, wow, finally a kiss song I can stand. Harrison, make sure you don't take that tornado food and music for granted. Eating Mexican food and listening to mariachis make me go from 6 to midnight. Oh, that's a that's a good time right there. I mean, that that's the cool thing. Is state of Texas, you can do that, and then you can go to the other side of the state, and you can get your fucking Cajun fucking, you can have a shrimp boil, you can have a fucking crawdaddy boil, good old fish fry, save the fucking 4-H team, you have a fish fry. Whew, that's some good shit. All right, time to get to round two, people. 
people, we've been screwing up. We've been screwing around here far too long. we got to get back to the task at hand, people. That's right. It is time for Celebrity. Celebrity. in the first round, I mean, Lassie and Old Yeller made it all the way. Nobody got to walk on the Rainbow Bridge. A lot of people are on the Rainbow Bridge this morning, but Lassie, Old Yeller ain't two of them. So who is going to join them? We will find out now. Let's get it on. All right, here we go. First matchup, Ass Family. Woo. This is a battle of the Titans right here. Ask family, I ask you, in the match between Brian, the dog from Family Guy, taking on Snoopy. Snoopy. I ask you simply, ask family, Brian Snoopy, who ya got? It's tied, ass family. It's tied. We need a we we need a vote after Sawyer's dad of saying Snoopy. Who's going to end this tie? Snoopy wins. Snoopy wins. Oh my God! Snoopy wins. Wow! The first one. Holy crap! Is this going to be a hell of a round? Next matchup, ass family. I ask you in the battle once again. Of animated super dogs. I give you the Jetsons dog, Rastro. Oh, dear God. I have made such, oh, my God. Yep. I I have to change the one he's facing against because, well, that just doesn't make sense. I don't know how I could have left him off. So I've already said Astro. Astro. Is now going to be taking on Scooby Doo. I mean, come on, you can't have a Mount Rushmore of dogs without either Astro or Scooby Doo on there, can we? So, Ass Family, Astro from the Jetsons or Scooby Doo, who you got? got a winner yeah oh yeah landslide victory i mean this was horrible i i, I kind of michael vick this when i let this one go a little bit too far ladies and gentlemen scooby dooby doo where are you you are the winner's bracket bracket okay 
Back to live dogs now. Ass family in the matchup. God damn. Everybody told me not to watch this movie. I watched it once. 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 That movie was Marley and me. So the dog Marley taking on the lovable St. Bernard known as Beethoven. Marley versus Beethoven. Ask family who you got. Category Beethoven. Beethoven, the music dog, as Andrew wrote, uh, moves over. All right. Final matchup. Last last matchup. Here we go. Ask family, I ask you. Eddie the dog from Frasier. That wild little Jack Russell Terrier. Taking on the most athletically gifted dog I have ever seen in my life. He can not only play baseball, basketball, football, he can do everything. And I'm talking about the one and only Air Bud. Air Bud. Eddie versus Air Bud. Ask family who ya got. He's good at death matches. Air Bud moves on. And now the finals are getting ready to be set up. So, ask family, I ask you in the matchup of Snoopy, the dog who had a little pet bird named Woodstock. And I think Woodstock was a drug dealer, but that's just me. Gave him barbiturates to make him think that he was actually a pilot. Snoopy, taking on the dog that led four complete strangers on mysteries all over this world, including one that was a dope-smoking hippie and shaggy. Shaggy! 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Scooby-Doo. Snoopy versus Scooby. Who ya got? Gas up the magic mystery machine. Scooby-Doo, you are there on Mount Rushmore. Final matchup, ass family. Here we go. This one is for all the papaya to get to the final four. I'll make it simple. Beethoven, the lovable St. Bernard, against the golden retriever that could play any sport, Air Bud. Beethoven, Air Bud, Ask family, who you got? Mount Rushmore is set, and we will find out after the next break who will have the face of the Mount Rushmore of famous dogs. Will it be Lassie, Old Yeller, Scooby-Doo, or Air Bud? Your votes count here more than ever. ArnieRadio.com. Capture the moment, the 
While my mistress, she calls me to stand in her spotlight again. Tonight, I won't be alone. To know that don't mean I'm not lonely. I got nothing to prove for you that I died with your friend.
This weekend, this is kind of what the show would have sounded like. <clears throat> uh, thank you for joining uh, the Asses' uh, exclusive coverage of this year's 2021 Tour de France. Uh, the this stage of the race just started out a few minutes ago. They're on one of their initial uh, uh, climbs as we speak. Here we go. Wait, what's that idiot doing? Oh my God! What has happened? My God! A spectator with a sign has caused the guy with the yellow shirt to take it in the butt. Oh, the pile up is cast aside. Oh, catastrophic. Oh, my God in heaven. In all my years of calling bicycle races, I've never seen anything this dangerous and horrible. All for a sign. Good God. I don't know if anybody got to see it, but it was a giant wreck. Some asshole has a sign they're wanting to get on TV, and they're out too far in front. Yeah, part two is on tonight of that Kiss special. They're t- and, and one of the lead riders hits him and then takes out. People are driving on this guy's head. Man, oh, man. I know nobody was watching it, uh, mainly because, well, Nobody watching anymore because we all know that if you win, you've cheated. There are new accusations, by the way, of uh, of, of uh, Lance Armstrong using a motorized bike as well. I've he- I've heard these recently. I don't know if they're true or not. That'd be fantastic if it was true. Uh, uh, I'll get here. I don't get Paris Hilton the DJ. I, I don't get all these DJs out there. They 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 they, they don't make music. They they take music and they play it, and they interpret it their way to a club full of people, and they're getting paid millions of dollars for it. I don't know. So I was thinking about something earlier today, and I was like, Oh goddamn! Oh, that that's what it was. My buddy Dan texted me this morning. And I was trying to figure out, because he says Sacramento is the celebrity equivalent of Frank Stallone. You think about it, you know, as far as city goes. And I said, what's the celebrity equivalent of a Fierro? Because Christopher mentions Fierro's a lot in his amazing review of F9, the new Fast and Furious movie, uh, up right now. And I'm just wondering what, what it, and, and he said, and because I had somebody, because Fierro's were stupid looking, they were ugly. And it made me think in my head of heads, I was like, oh, this is going to be, this will be easy. We'll do this one. And I think we've done it before. We don't have an actual official Mount Rushmore. So tomorrow we have uh, Tarantino characters. This is what I'm thinking on Wednesday. The Mount Rushmore of ugliest celebrities. Oh, there's a guy left out. Oh, man. 
let me fix it. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Let, let's see. Let's see. I'm taking him out. There we go. There we go. Oh, yes. So that's what we're going to do on Wednesday. We have the ugliest, ugliest celebrities. Uh, Armstrong crashes. I think he lost a nut. No, he got caught for cheating, so he took his ball and went home. <laughs> Ooh, wait a second. I can use that joke tomorrow. What <laughs> did? Oh, there, that's the joke right there. What did Lance Armstrong do when they took his titles? Took his titles, yeah. He took his ball and went home. <laughs> ball and went home. Oh, that's going to be on there tomorrow. Actually, let's do that one now. Let, let, I, I got to get it up there. I got to get it up there. All right, here. Oh, shit. So I got to unplug some stuff. Uh, okay, I got to turn this shit down. Put this one up here. Lex, uh, oh, shit. I need, oh, I need my, my cool guy thing. Huh? Hold on a second. Hold on. We get to make a TikTok joke together. I'll edit and do all that kind of stuff, too. Real fast. Celebrities who got famous as ugly people. Or those who were famous when they uh, fucked their shit up, like Melanie Griffin or Mick, Mickey Rourke. No, they no, not people that fucked themselves up like that. Um, like ugly people, like uh, like Clint Howard, yeah, like Ron Howard's brother. You know, somebody really ugly, like one of the people I came up with, Seal. Yeah, he's pretty ugly. Okay, so I gotta keep that. Okay, I don't I don't need that playing anymore. We can go ahead and stop that because I don't need that recording. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. We go to video. Turn that camera around. Go check, check, check. All right. <clears throat> Taking dad jokes back because my dad never told a shitty joke. What did Lance Armstrong do when they stripped him of his titles? He took his ball and went home. Okay, that's pretty good. I got. I gotta say, that's pretty damn good. All right, so let's go. Go TikTok. Go put that shit up. Look at that ass family. We're doing TikTok videos together. Taking dad jokes back. Dad jokes back because my. Taking dad. There we go. Taking dad jokes back because Perfect. my dad never told a shitty joke. What did Lance Armstrong do when they stripped him of his titles? But nobody will get mad. By the way, by the way, somebody got mad at me for my joke today about the uh, the bald vagina. As a dad of a two-year-old, this joke is not funny. Yeah, it is. You're just too close to see how funny it is. Okay, here we go. Okay, now I can do text. Uh, huh. Taking dad. Jokes back. Okay. What part is this? This is like 127. 
part one, two, seven. There we go. Next. Post. All right, it's posted. Sandra Bernhardt or Steve Buscemi. Yeah, they, that's what I'm talking about like that. Ooh, that's a good one, Sandra Bernhardt. Holy shit. Ooh. Ooh. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Yes. Good call. Perfect. That's what we're talking about tomorrow. Now, like, like people have fucked them up. We could, we could do a, a surgeries one because you got to put Priscilla Presley on there. You got, you got to put all them people that that fucked them. Up. I mean, look at JWoww on Jersey Shore. There's a girl who should have never went under the knife. Man, that's sad what she did to herself. All right, uh, all right, good, 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 good. All right, Tour de France is out of the way. Here we go. We we got to take a trip. Oh wow, I'm going to this place this week. Holy shit. I got to remember to play this in the car as loud as possible uh, is, is, as we're driving around town. If I can, if I can somehow find it. This one. Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Yes, indeed. Ain't no people or places we're seeing there. It's just a real bit. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top, she was a real mean bitch. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. Rocky Top, you'll always be misery to me. Fuck you, Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. All right, the story is from a Burger King. In Tennessee, two people got arrested and were accused of shooting up a Burger King all over a spicy chicken sandwich. (laughs) Travis McKinney and Kiana Halliburton got into a fight with the employee at a Memphis Burger King after Miss Halliburton complained that her sandwich had too much hot sauce on it. Yo, look at him, motherfucker. He's got too much hot sauce on. Well, the pair left. And when they came back, they came back uh, shooting. Four witnesses identified the same two people. By the way, uh, no, no shock here. People that would do that, Mr. McKinney has 10 warrants out on him right now. Oh, V. Coop says that's a whopper of a story. (laughs) Oh. How amazing would it be if you were playing that with the windows down as long as you could and that bitch drove by the other right? Well, she lives in this state. She don't live there no more. I'm staying away. I'm not going anywhere near Hendersonville. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Warrant shooting. That guy needs a statue according to my criteria. Right, and you know what? I saw a great video, Ogre. I'm glad you brought that up. It was a black guy doing this video, and he goes, how are people surprised? They're just reacting the same way other people have been reacting, by defacing statues. So what's the? why is, why is it a hate crime? People have been defacing statues now for at least two years, right? At least. 
But this is a hate crime. It's so wonderful to see these hate crimes being handed out to the young man who who revved his tires on a, a gay pride art display. Now, now look, can they clean it? Sure. Was, was it right of him to do that? No, he was defacing the street. What happens if you accidentally peel out on it? People going to yell at you? I mean, this guy did a lot more than peel out, sure. Yeah, he's got some tickets coming his way, but people that tore down statues weren't arrested. But we're going we're gonna to go after these people and charge them with hate crimes, which, by the way, is a felony, which means you will go to prison. Oh, they go into the place, the lights go out, and the doors lock. When the shooters turn around, the king is standing behind them. I'd be gone. Gone. No thanks. I ain't going to rob Burger King. I don't want that fucking weird thing showing up in my house, in my bed. Mm-mm. No thank you. No thank you very much. Now, staying in the fast food world, but in the great state of Texas, staying in chicken, Lane's Chicken Fingers. It's a fast food chain. I, I ain't never heard of Lane's Chicken Fingers. By the way, there are too many goddamn chicken restaurants in this fucking state. Now I got Lane's Chicken Fingers. You got Chicken Express. You got Golden Chick. You got KFC. You got damn wing stuff, even though they suck balls. Uh, I think there's like a Raisin Cane's. Zaxby's, I think, is here. I like chicken as much as the next guy, but that's seven different chains. Don't get me started on how many goddamn Sonics there are in Rockwall. For all you people in California that hate the fact that you have to drive so far to go to a Sonic, move to Rockwall, Texas. They're every two fucking miles apart. We have one McDonald's and one Whataburger, but we have six Sonics. All you need is Popeyes. <laughs> Shit, we got Popeyes and churches here, too. There's nine. Chick-fil-A, ten. Speaking of fast food, that goddamn fucking storm in the Houston area kept our plane waiting on the tarmac for other planes to disembark. I didn't have time to eat Whataburger at the airport. Oh, that's why I hate Houston. Went from a 90-minute layover to 15 minutes. Oh, man. That is horrible. God, I'm sorry. Now I kind of want Whataburger. Not as much as you, though. All right, so anyway, this this damn chicken place, right? They're giving uh, teenagers the opportunity to make $50,000 in order to offset worker shortages. We teach them the ropes of the business, how to put on an apron, how to put on a hat, how to cook toast. Uh, And, yes, we have quite a few young people in our organization that have moved up into those higher wage brackets now. There you go. You see, you leave it to the company. You leave it to the company. I got that Buffalo Ranch sandwich at Waterburger yesterday in Midland. It was great. See, uh, Sonic is everywhere in Oklahoma, too. I, I was shocked, literally shocked, that there are more Sonics than Waterburgers here. 
and as kind of a revolt, I have not yet eaten at a Sonic. In, in, in my almost year back home, I have yet to eat at a Sonic. I miss their tater tots. I do. Oh, God, do I have them. I was looking for a hot dog restaurant the other day, too. Couldn't find one of them. I think that's why we had chicken, because I couldn't find one that I could agree on. So. so good for this chicken place to, you know, offer these jobs to these kids. Good. It's up to the business. That's the way it used to be. Uh, only good thing is Brahms is everywhere here, too. I love Brahms. Brahms ice cream. If I didn't have Bluebell, Brahms ice cream would be fucking my go-to. Brahms chocolate chip is still the greatest chocolate chip ice cream in the world. If you ever get a chance, get that. We don't have Jack in the Box in Lubbock. It's weird. Yeah, we only got one. We got we got we got a Jack in the Box here in Rockwall. I haven't eaten there yet either. Only got one Taco Bell. KFC is like a hundred miles away. Waffle House, of course. IHOP. Got CC's Pizza. If you don't know what CC's is, then just stay away. It's gross. CC's is terrible because, well, it's so cheap, and it's like, it's great if you're 19. CC's is awesome if you're 19. Uh, Zach says he's been eating at Arby's a lot up in Washington State. Have you gone to Dick's yet? You got to go to Dick's. Dick's is a famous burger place there in Seattle. If you're living up in Seattle, you got to go to Dick's. Try it out. Not expensive, just, and, and, I mean, fuck, that's what, they, they sing about it on My Posse's on Broadway. And then he asked, who in the music industry tried to make Billie Eilish a sex symbol? Fucking wasn't me, because that bitch is not a sex symbol. I'll tell you that right now. She actually does make Scarlett Johansson look good. I'll say that much about Billie Eilish. No, we have, like, one Carl's Jr. here. I think the Hardee's, uh, I know when we go to Tennessee because I looked at their breakfast menu because the Hardee's, Hardee's and Carl's Jr. is the same thing. Hardee's used to have a biscuit and fried bologna sandwich for breakfast. They do not have it anymore, but they do have a chicken fried steak biscuit sandwich that I can dip in gravy. (laughs) Hello. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got one Carl's Jr. out here. Six trillion Sonics. A few Arby's here and there. A few uh, Schlotzky's. I love I, I do like Schlotzky's. Good place. You have Little Caesars or Hungry Howie? Yeah, we have uh, Little Caesars. I ain't going there neither. I, I, I've become really a pizza snob. I, I'm sorry, everybody. I've become a pizza snob. The round table is about my lowest end that I'll eat. I go to Campisi's for my pizza. Mod pizza ain't bad because it's so close. It's not bad. And they have like the, oh, let me tell you all a little secret. You go to Mod Pizza, get their ding-dongs. They're just like Hostess ding-dongs, but a billion times. They taste like they tasted when we were kids. They're fucking so good. I wish we had Waffle House like they have Starbucks and Target in every grocery store. I might get fat. You know, my last couple trips to Waffle House, and I have to remember remind myself, Waffle House is not supposed to be good. But it's been pretty bad the last couple times I've gone, so 
kind of taking a break from Waffle House right now. Congratulations to the state of Nevada. Salute. Nevada ranks first in the nation, which is a big deal, in number of cases of syphilis reported this year. Thank you, Hangtown Jen, for sending me this story. Uh, Washoe County Health District Sexual Health Program Coordinator, boy, that's the longest title ever, says, quote, it's not a surprise that we had as, as a state we've had an issue with syphilis since 2005 when there was a first outbreak in Las Vegas. The first warning signs of the disease is a painless open sore. It could be in the mouth, the rectum. If you have a sore in your rectum, you need to get that checked. Rectum damn near killed him. It also could be in the vagina. Somewhere on the penis where no one is looking. I will say this right now. This is when, this is the only thing that a sighted person shares with a blind person men could men could tell their dicks in a lineup just by touch we don't need to see it we can just touch it and go yeah that one's mine and let me just say this right now if i have an open sore on my penis i'm going to know it's there they say it's painless i know it's there the story chaps my ass Good God. How about this? Hey, hey, young Nevadans, wrap it the fuck up. I I don't care if your pullout game is strong. Your syphilis game is even stronger. I don't know if Warbird's listening right now, but I think, oh, yeah, he is. I see his name on there. I'm betting, and it's not Warbird at all. It's somebody we don't like. I am betting we know who is responsible for the outbreak of VD in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know him. Warbird's probably laughing right now. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's all the stuff we got for today. So sweet. Look at that. We ran through all that stuff. Uh, all right, we got to get to the finals now. Oh, my God, the finals are here. So wheat. So wheatness. Let's do this shiznit, shall we? 100% Warbird says, you know who I'm talking about. Chadillac. Chadillac. You guys say anything? Chadillac. Here we go. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the final four is set for celebrity. Ask. Yes, man! Famous We have Lassie, we have Old Yellow, we have Scooby-Doo, and we have Air Bud! Let's get it on! Who will take it home? The only thing he knows what to contribute to society. Amen. Is that their new slogan? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless it's syphilis. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Cadillac. I say that. Uh, all right, here we go. Final four time, people. No more joshing around. First matchup. Boy, this is a big one. Where'd my pen go? Where, ladies and gentlemen, I've lost my pen. My pen. I, I, there it is. Found it. Here we go. First matchup. We have that border collie known as Lassie taking on old Yeller. Poor Timmy had to put Yeller down. Lassie versus old Yeller ass family. I simply ask you, who ya got? Come home, girl. Lassie has made it into the finals. And if you're a wrestling fan, I challenge you to ever hear 2001 Space Oddities and not say woo. Hell, I do that in public. Final matchup. Ass family, here we go. I'm not going to keep you long. I'm going to give you the crime-solving Great Dane, also known as Scooby Dooby Doo. Scooby-Doo is taking on Air Bud, the dog that can play soccer, basketball, field hockey, croquet, and even cornhole. Scooby-Doo versus Air Bud. Ass family, who you got? Jim says, stop the fight. He's got puppies. All right, it is over. Ass family, Scooby-Doo moves on. And the finals are now set. Sorry, Air Bud. But at least you're on the monument. Now, here we go. In the matchup of matchups. Hangtown Jen, listen up. You might want to vote now. I have Scooby, Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Taking on... Lassie, come home. Both these dogs are obviously missing somehow. We're telling them both to come home to us. Which one do we want more? Do we want Lassie more 
or do we want Scooby more? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Singular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. Cellular, bananular flow. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Scooby Dooby Doo is your champion and the face of the Mount Rushmore of famous dogs. Gents, it's a good thing for Scooby Doo. He's got a spot deep in my heart. Almost lost my vote to the banana phone. <laughs> so there you go, ass family. Uh, I'll be singing, sending this to my man, Young Harm, here in just one minute. And, uh, oh, my. Wow. gum, boy. Creamy pepper sauce from Whataburger, buffalo sauce from Whataburger, honey mustard and ranch now available at grocery stores. Look at that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to him, and we'll get the picture up. And then tomorrow, we're going to do Tarantino movies. Yep, Tarantino characters. And then Wednesday, we're going to do ugly people. Then Thursday and Friday, I'm going to be headed to Nashville. So until tomorrow, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. By the way, tickets still available for my seven, September 17th show. Let's go. Let's sell this motherfucker out, people. Esquire IMAX Theater, downtown Sacramento, September 17th. My 50th birthday party, stand-up show. Ellis Rodriguez is on there. By the way, if you're on Instagram, go to Ellis's page. He has got some amazing content up there, people. Uh, Y'all have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, adios, everybody.
is outside waiting to arrest him.